Recount Thursday is sponsored by Arena Eats. Log on to the website, arenaeats.app, that's arenaeats.app, for the ultimate fan experience. At your favorite sports venue, Arena Eats mobile app, pre-order, express pickup, and in-seat delivery. How do you place your order? The World Wrestling Federation. For over 50 years, the revolutionary force in sports entertainment. Oh, it's live, pal. We're really glad that you're our friend. And this is a friendship that'll never, ever end. Everybody three count. One, two, three. One, two, Or maybe The Rock has got to beat Triple H himself. Which means, uh, he's got to beat the game, uh, in the middle of the ring, uh, and he has a $2 s- for a wife, uh. You're too damn selfish, and that's why you're sitting out of the bad leg, and that's why I kicked your leg out of your leg. You guys talk about being students of the game. I am the game, JR. Three ain't enough now, I need five. Welcome in Jim, Ryan, Matt, Tim, and intern Mark. Oh my goodness, what do we do? There's a one, there's a two. Oh! Oh, wow. Well, you can take that brass ring and shove it up your ass. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Three Count Thursday. We are live here on Facebook. It is Thursday, December the 3rd, 2020. We are still the podcast of the millennium. We have tons to talk about this week, including thank you, Pat. Omega is the alpha and the icon returns slash debuts. But first, make sure you go to threecountthursday.com. That is our homepage. You'll find our social media links over there, our merchandise over at whatamaneuver.net. It's Steve! What a maneuver. <laughs> thank, thank you, Tim. Uh, our Patreon page at patreon.com slash Thursday. Our collar and elbow brand deal. If you go to store.collarandelbowbrand.com, use promo code 3COUNT. You get 10% off each and every order. And I, uh, you can get the Stang shirt. That seems appropriate for today. Uh, also, make sure you check out our home network, NGSC Sports, at NGSC Sports. Dot com and of course we stream daily at leavesports.com ryan that would be l-e-e-i-b sports.com thank you thank you ryan uh matt will be joining us here in just a little bit he is uh he is just uh being a little fashionably late this week but that's fine we will uh we will start with uh tim how you doing when one door closes, another door <laughs> reopens. Um, As the world turns. <laughs> I'm just, I have never been more happy for winter to come there you in go. quite some time. There you go. Uh, Ryan. How you doing? Jim, I think it's safe to say that last night winter came. And so did Tim Taylor. <laughs> That's a good one. And intern Mark. How you doing? Well, I'll be darned. 
I'm, I'm doing pretty good. Pretty, pretty good. 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 Pretty good. I can't complain. Thanks for having me. Uh, very good. Uh, we see a couple of questions here. Uh, if you're following along the live video, interact with us. We will, uh, we will touch on those. Yeah, we'll obviously be talking about uh, some of the events that happened last night uh, on AEW Dynamite. But, but of course, the, the, the first thing that we want to um, the first thing we want to talk about tonight is the unfortunate passing of uh, Pat Patterson yesterday uh, at the age of 79 from the uh, release on WWE.com. It said, a true trailblazer of the industry, Patterson was linked to many firsts in sports entertainment throughout his storied career, including the first ever intercontinental title reign in the creation of the Royal Rumble match. In a career spanning six decades, the Renaissance man left an indelible mark on the industry, in the ring, on the microphone, and behind the scenes. I pulled just some of his career highlights. He's an AWA World Tag Team Champion in uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling, uh, NWA North American Tag Team Champion. He was a 24-7 champ in the WWE, a hardcore champ in the WWE, uh, but of course the uh, first ever Intercontinental Champion. Uh, he was um, put in the WWE Hall of Fame in 1996, Cauliflower Alley Club, Lifetime Achievement Award 2008, Wrestling Observer Hall of Fame 1996, and the Pro Wrestling uh, Hall of Fame back in 2006 uh, as well. You know, obviously 35 years old for me, um, can't say that I've seen many a Pat Pat Patterson match uh, in my lifetime, but, you know, I I think about, um, you know, the the time during the corporation, during the Attitude Era, uh, him and Briscoe uh, were were absolutely a fantastic team uh, on air, Uh, and for me, it's more, you you watch some of these documentaries, um legends house uh was a blast that he was on and you you know um some of the things he opened up about on that show um you know we're we're, we're really touching um but you, you know watch some of these documentaries and you see the impact you hear about the impact that he's had on today's product on the the product overall and you know it it's for me you know i i'm sitting there and, and i you know, watch the, 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 the tribute video that aired at the start of NXT last night. Uh, and it was the perfect song WWE. They always do a tremendous job at these things. And, um, you know, like it, it dude, it like freaking punched me in the heart. I swear to God, like just it, um, you know, the, it, it's, it's super sad. And, and, and I think because, you know, so many of the superstars that, that I grew up with and, and, and that we're watching now, and you see the the pictures of Pat working with them, um, you know, it makes you realize that even if they're not, you know, the, these legends that are not in the ring anymore and they're working behind the scenes, the impact that they're still having uh, on the industry uh, to this day. So the, this, this one, this one, yeah, it, it punched me a little different. And this year... <laughs> you know, uh, is a, is a different range of emotions as well. So maybe that played into it, but, but yeah, this one, this one hurt. Yeah. I mean, uh, Pat Patterson did more for rest, did, did just as much for wrestling outside of the ring that he did in the ring. Um, the one notable thing that, uh, it's, it's common knowledge or at least it is to most fans, but thanks to Pat Patterson, we have what some would say is the most iconic match in all of WWFE history, the Royal Rumble. 
Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, Pat Patterson, also known as um, you know, behind the scenes as being a good a good finish guy, um, finding finding ways to tell the story, especially the end parts of of a story in the ring. Um, Pat Patterson is just always going to be um, remembered, at least for me, because again, I haven't seen, I have not seen many of his matches because his heyday was in the seventies and eighties. Um, but um, if you know of Pat Patterson, you know, he was a fantastic tag team wrestler. Um, one of his most iconic matches is, is available online on YouTube right now. It may also be on the WWE Network, but it is his alley fight with Sergeant Slaughter in Madison Square Garden in 1981. If you have not seen this match, do yourself a favor. It's 17 minutes long, and it puts any modern-day street fight to shame the brutality in 1981 in Madison Square Garden is up there with anything they can do in 2020. Um, so Pat Patterson definitely uh, a trailblazer both inside and outside of the ring. Jim, I think I'm uh, kind of with you on this that I've not seen a ton of Pat Patterson matches. Um, when I think of Pat Patterson, I think of the one time hardcore champion, Pat Patterson. Um, I also think of like, he's one of Vince McMahon's stooges with, with Briscoe. That's kind of the role that I think of when I think of Pat Patterson, not, not necessarily fair to his legacy and, and the impact that he's truly had, which is undeniable. But uh, I feel like a lot of our fans, our age maybe and younger are going to think of Pat Patterson solely as like that on screen figure that uh, always was like right up McMahon's ass. Sure. Mark, how about you? You you know, being a little bit older than us, do you remember Pat Patterson in the ring at all? Uh, I was watching wrestling. Patterson was pretty much retired. Um, I do remember back in the day when VHS tapes were a thing and you go to the video store and rent VHS tapes, uh, getting some of the first WWF tapes and Patterson would have some matches on there. Sometimes uh, I think one of them was like the bloodiest cage matches and Pat Patterson was on that. Um, and that's kind of how I got to know him as a professional wrestler. Um, and like Tim was saying with that match with Sergeant Slaughter, that is a must watch. If you're a fan, do yourself a favor and check that out. Um, but I don't, other than that, I really didn't, uh, I never saw him wrestle live. Maybe, as a stooge with McMahon at some of the live events or the TV events, I saw him, but uh, nothing memorable stands out there. But the fact that him and Briscoe were a big part of the attitude era, I mean, even though it was comedy for the most part, it, it brought him was and uh, Briscoe to so many new fans. And uh, like you guys remember him from the attitude era in the nineties. I mean, it's incredible. And uh, with the, the fact that with everybody, the with the hardcore title was, was that? I'm sorry you broke up with, with the hardcore title. Was it, was it Patterson that did the slow count and the shush or was that Briscoe? I was, or was, it was the two of them together, right? Like one of them, I forget which one was, who was pinning somebody, 
Well, so I think somebody was pinning Crash Holly, I believe. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it's and 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 I mean, I, I'm I'm fairly certain that Legends House is is still on the WWE Network. If you dig back into it, um, yeah. If you if you go into like WWE original Network, programming or something, you don't even have to go that far. There should be a section for celebrating Pat Patterson. Oh, okay. And it has a lot of different clips, including that Sergeant Slaughter match. Also a match with him and the innovator of the Mandible Claw, Dominic DiNucci. Okay. Um, there's a couple of tag team matches with him and Andre the Giant. Um, his Hall of Fame speech from 1996 mm. is there. Um, and Legends House. Now, I mean, Legends House is, is great for just... Um, Tons of reasons. Yeah, but mainly for Pat, it was him coming out. Yeah. And, I mean, I don't want to speak out of turn and say he's, like, the first gay wrestler. But, like, I don't know anyone else, like, before him. Yeah, I don't. There may have been. There may have been. And it, it sucks that he had to wait so long. Sure. Yeah. But also being able to live his truth in a world like wrestling where it was completely out of the question right to be who you want to be and unfortunately in some circles it still is yeah and the fight that he fought for homosexuality is the fight that some people are fighting now in regards to gender fluidity right and being transgender or anything so it's um it's definitely a a, a same hand different type of scenario i know that like i was listening to um sunny kiss on the chris jericho podcast when he was on and sunny kiss mentioned that one of his idols or one of his the people he looked up to in wrestling pat patterson mm. and like they everybody understands the influence regardless of where you are whether you're you're gay or you're straight or whatever side of the aisle you're on whether you're wwe or AEW, like pat patterson's well known i mean pat patterson got a, a nod or not a nod but they did a tribute to him as well on a, a AEW television. Yeah. And he never spent a day no. on their programming. Right. Yeah. And, and not a second, but he's just so he's such an iconic and respected figure in the world of wrestling that you just Yeah, there's you have the, 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 to take your hat off. There's an episode in particular of, of Legends House that that um it's towards the end of the season, I believe, when when they're uh out to dinner and, and Pat is is you know, having a, having a very long and open conversation with with the entire group about uh, his life and his sexuality and all of that, um, and and like it, you know, just thinking about, it, I'm literally getting goosebumps like thinking about it. And I watched Legends House when it came out. I have not watched it since it came out. Now I, I will probably go now that we're talking about it. I'll probably go back and if nothing else, watch that episode. If you don't, if you haven't watched it, and you don't watch the entire season which i recommend because it is a freaking hoot um you get to see piper on there you know who's no longer with us of course either mean gene as well um 
four are dead. Four are dead. What are the other? Who are the other two? Well, who was the other one now? Oh, the Fink. That's right. Fink was on there. Well, it's Pat, the Fink, Mean Gene, and and Pipe. And Piper now. Um. But but at least find that episode and find that clip and and hell they they may have that may cl- clip may be on on YouTube or something at this point but um, oh it's out there yeah Everything's yeah I mean check it out easy, it it's it's a find. it's a um it really is it's a heartwarming and, and, and touching moment and even if you don't have it on YouTube WWE Network is free yeah that's true I'm pretty I'm I'm curious if the Pat Patterson stuff is on the free version. It it honestly might be because I mean most I of it think is it should most like, of it is old old stuff anyway. Like it's right, you know so. and uh, but yeah it, it's you know Pat Patterson again uh, age of seventy nine Pat here's to you ma'am you know another legend lost okay so let's uh, let's dig in here to our weekly segment. December the 3rd, we have one birthday, Wolfgang, NXT, half of the NXT UK Tag Team Champions, was born uh, in 1986. Then we go back to 1984. Ted DiBiase and Hercules Hernandez defeat the uh, Rock and Roll Express, Ricky Morton and Robert Gibson, to win the Mid-South Tag Team titles in New Orleans, Louisiana. In 1991, WWF held their This Tuesday in Texas pay-per-view at the Freeman Coliseum in San Antonio, Texas in front of 8,000 fans. The show featured nine dark matches, five main card matches, and was considered a failure with a buy rate of only 1.0. The main event saw Hulk Hogan pin The Undertaker after throwing ashes from Paul Bear's urn into The Undertaker's eyes to win the WWF world title. Then WWE President Jack Tunney made an announcement airing uh, on the December 7th edition of WWF Superstars, that the title was vacated and would go to the winner of the following month's Royal Rumble match due to two disputed finishes. Uh, of course, this one at Tuesday in Texas and the previous week's Survivor Series. On this day. In 2000, ECW held their next-to-last pay-per-view massacre on 34th Street from the Hammerstein Ballroom in New York City in front of 2,600 fans. The show featured two dark matches, Eight main card matches. It was main evented by Steve Carino with Jack Victory, defeating Jerry Lynn and Just Incredible with Francine in a three-way dance for the ECW World Heavyweight Championship. On this day. 2006 WWE CW held their final pay-per-view December to Dismember at the James Brown Arena in Augusta, Georgia in front of 4,800 fans. The show's 90,000 uh, pay-per-view buy rate was the lowest in WWE history before the creation of the WWE Network. The show was headlined by Bobby Lashley. Bob! Ooh, uh, I know this one. <laughs> Bobby Lashley defeating The Big Show, Test, RVD, Hardcore Holly, and CM Punk in an extreme elimination chamber match for the ECW World Championship. The show is considered to be one of the worst greatest pay-per-views in WWE history and saw shortly after this Paul Heyman leave the WWE. Immediately after. Well, from doing a little bit of research, it sounds like his contract was up and he just was ready to leave, but yes. Yeah, but he could have resigned. He Big, could, show, he, Big he, Show also left, too. Oh, yes. Uh, but those were all the items that occurred. Oh, December the 3rd in pro 
wrestling God, history. What a great pay-per-view. Oof. How do you how do you mess that up? An elimination oh. chamber with weapon. How can you how can you screw that up? Because one of the weapons was a whole ass table. <laughs> I mean that was about the beginning of the end for ECW too with WWE. Yeah, because yeah, this is the final pay-per-view. I didn't I didn't look up to what the, their actual uh like final um I don't think it was much longer after that. But yeah, I, I WWECW went on know. for a while. Did it really? Yes, no. WWECW went it last episode February 16, 2010. It went on for four more fucking years after this. Yes, they no just way. well, no did, did they just start incorporating ECW stuff into WWE pay per views? Is that what happened? Yeah, so the okay. ECW title would be defended on God, the, the regular paper. Oh, I, I yeah. can't hear. That's crazy. There were three three general managers. There were one, two, three, four, five, six, six. seven, eight, nine commentary teams. That I believe. Thing sucks. And uh yeah. Was it moved to online? It was on sci-fi Oof. the whole time. Oof, I mean, well. I guess what else is on sci-fi that's drawing? <laughs> well, right. That's to say, you know, is that when you ever, whenever they talk about, well, you know, WWE's ratings are in decline, and then you look, uh, even on yeah. sci-fi, they were pulling the highest numbers. What did ECW get replaced with on Sci-Fi Network? Literally the next week. Silk stockings. No. Oh. Reruns of Tales from the Crypt. No. Um it's a uh, WWE property. Was uh, Total SmackDown went to sci fi, didn't they? They were wild and young. Wild and young. They turned into the Nexus. The original NXT. No shit. With Wade Barrett and oh. Justin Gabriel and Heath Slater and Daniel Bryan. Well, I'm Jeff- afraid I've got some yes. bad news. That, that was on sci-fi? Yes. Uh, wow. What? It, yes. Yeah, I, I I had no clue. I, I guess that was in my... Was that, in, was that in my dead period? When was that? That was, that was in everybody's dead period, Jim. <laughs> I was there. <laughs> Everybody but Tim. Yeah. <laughs> it was on it was on uh sci-fi for the first season. Then afterwards it was on WWE.com. And then no it got clue. moved to Hulu. Tim Tim was like, Hey guys, did you did you guys, did you guys see this? We're, I've been here the whole so, time, Tim. baby. <laughs> I don't think so, Tim. Um but uh oh wow yeah i didn't realize that went on for four four more years after that that's uh yeah i I love doesn't seem like i love me some wwe cw man crazy i'm telling you right now i could do a watch of everything from wwe cw as like a review show well i I, i'll do a watch along with you let's uh let's pick the worst match you can think from that pay-per-view and and we'll watch along. <laughs> oh, that pay per view is only what an hour and a half. I was gonna yeah. say I think like the the opening match 30? and the closing match were like twenty minutes, and the rest was about six. I think each match is about six the minutes long. The worst match on that card. Let me see. Oh that man, was, this, was this Mordecai or like Kevin Thorne? 
This would be Kevin Thorne, This right? is Kevin Thorne. Fucking Mordecai. With Ariel. Yes. Yeah, Ariel was there. Yeah, she I was good looking. Uh, the worst match on this card is absolutely Balls Mahoney versus Matt Stryker. Oh, that sounds that. terrible. Yeah. <laughs> and this didn't, this, uh, this wasn't successful. I'm hard to believe. Uh, <laughs> Tim, you missed the, uh, you missed the watch along Jim and yeah. I did the other day. That was a lot of fun. What did y'all cover? We covered, um, Mike Awesome versus Masada Tanaka from, uh, um, uh, One Night Only. Oh, man. Or One Night Stand, One Night Stand. Jeez. That was insane. Those nice guys, game. those guys shoot hated each other. Dude, that match, like that match was hard to they watch didn't. at times. Yeah, that was tough. That really was. It was hard to watch that for sure. Uh, go back like, today and know what we know about headshots. Yeah, it's tough or to the watch. Sh- or the oh. power bombs to the floor. Yeah, yeah, both of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just yep. f and you, then buddy. Awesome. Like leaping over at the end before anybody knew he was okay. Yeah, Mike was Awesome. Mike Awesome was a freak. Really good. Yeah, I, I, I when, forgot when, how good he was. When and, and you can you can check out that show. It's 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 on our uh, it's on our archives. Um, and and we posted it here. The the videos on our YouTube and everything. But like, I I, I watched that man, and I and I think I remember seeing that show, and I was just I, I don't remember. Mike Awesome being like that was just unreal. He and that was him, like yeah, height yeah, of yeah. powers. He yeah. was insane. Yeah, like, WCW killed his character completely. But that like was him at ECW. When he went to WCW and he became like the fat chick thriller and that 80s guy or that 70s guy, like he now don't yeah. get me wrong, he Terrible. made that 70s guy work. But being I mean, that you could killer that Mike Awesome, like, God. But there's only some, with a character like that Mike Awesome, he would have just, like, unless you put him at the top of the card, like, you had to push him down some way. Right. Because yep. he wouldn't have been denied. Like, he would have been doing stuff that the fans were just like, yup, this all of this <laughs> forever. But uh, yeah, so check, you know, check that out. And uh, if you have any more ideas of different watch alongs you want to see, I think, you know, there was an episode or two of like superstars. I think somebody had, had messaged into us. So we'll, we'll get around I'd to love those. I'd to things. go back and watch one of them for sure. I'm sure I, like El Matador is on one I've, of them. Uh, dude, I've, I've, I've gone back and watched the, a couple of the ones from the Hershey Park Arena, the episode we Superstars. And it's, I've watched... I've watched a bunch of them on the network. It's a like, blast. It's a fun little watch. Yeah. They kill it. Is so Mania did, or anything on there with like Todd Grisham? I don't know if Mania's on there. I, yeah, I, I don't, don't know. And you mean Todd Pettengill? Whatever. They're, they're the same. Yeah, Todd Pettengill. By the way, I'm shame, shameless plug to our pal, the boar. Still the most comfortable fucking wrestling shirt I've ever bought. Every in, shirt of his is, is in my is. life. I love this one. I think he has a, I mean, what he is like the wolf kind of the wolf pack themed one. Now that shirt is the best shirt in wrestling. history. That shirt that is hot, but he, does he shirt. still have the SmackDown? The boar zone. Yes. The boar zone. I might have to get that one too. Cause I love yep. it. I love like vintage style ones, but uh, he finally he finally got the fat man sizes in these back. If you're in stock. interested, hit him up at Boris War. 
Um, I know he was for Black Friday, but he may be doing it too. Like a lot of people were doing like percent off sales and he understands that percent off isn't, doesn't work for everybody during this time. Like that's legit. Real talk, legit. talk to him and tell him that Tim from three count Thursday sent you and that you want one of the softest shirts in the history of this great sport. And he, we will make something work for you. We meaning he, yeah, I, he's not in my pocket. I don't have him. Yeah, he's he's good people. He's he's all he's, time. He's all time good place. Good people. He's a good. He's a he's a good placer. He's always at the height of his powers. He is, and uh, and he he lifts real heavy stuff and thick thick thighs on the board. Thick him, real thick him. He's. <laughs> He's the definition of a hoss. He is. Now, enough about retro wrestling. Yeah, let's... What happened this week, Jim? Well, well, I mean, it's kind of retro wrestling, but it happened uh, It happened last night, so it's not technically retro. Uh, yeah, um, the Wednesday Night Wars, or at least one of those shows, uh, namely AEW, um, made quite the splash last night, made quite the impact last night, if you will. Yeah, we're going to talk. Let's talk Sting first. We'll get to Kenny Omega and the title and Don Callis and, and the impact stuff because th- both of these things are important, but th- I want to unpack them separately. So let's start with Sting. Um, it was at the uh, the end of the Cody and Darby versus what's Hobbs's new name? Ice Train. Ice Train. Um, they changed Powerhouse, his, Hobbs, Powerhouse, right? Hobbs. Powerhouse Hobbs. So don't tell me the WWE is the only company that makes goofy name changes. Ice train. Um, uh, Hobbs and uh, no, no, Powerhouse Hobbs. Powerhouse Shaw. Hobbs. Hobbs and Shaw. WWE. Hobbs and Shaw. Hobbs um, and Shaw. Uh, who was he teaming with? Um, oh, uh, Ricky, uh, Ricky, Ricky Skaggs. Ricky, Ricky Starks. Skaggs. Yeah, Ricky Skaggs. <laughs> Bo Skaggs. <laughs> Um. Yes. Yeah, so, uh. So, Sparks. So the the end of the match ended in, in a typical, and I'm going to say typical AEW fashion with just oh fuck with Here just a break. no 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 just that and, took three seconds. And I even I even tweeted it out before the lights went off, and then I was like, oh, what's happening? And uh, and and then we see Sting. And this this is I'm going to just this isn't an AEW thing. This is a wwe aew nxt problem let the guy come out before you put his name on the tron please just why do you get we know you can see him coming we don't need to see his no i need the name first stop it you absolutely were you saying the same same thing at the royal rumble when they put aj styles's name on the tron before he walked out and did the pyro deal same shit, Jim. Okay, I retract my argument. That's a good point. <laughs> That's a good point. Um, no, it, I, I thought this it was... makes people do a double take. They see the name and they're like, "Is this a bait?" And then they walk out and they're like, oh, "It's Sting." <laughs> um, yeah, that was Tony. Dang. That that was Shiavone last night. Yo, man, I was I was Tony Shivani. Yeah, I was Tony Schiavone that night. Well, so fun fact: I wasn't watching Impact. I wasn't watching AEW <laughs> or NXT last night until I got a tweet from PW Insider saying 
Sting debuts. And I'm like, what? Say what now? And luckily, I have Hulu TV. What? The Hulu TV's on a delay. By the ah. time I boot up Hulu, it was the end of the beatdown and Hobbs and Shaw are beating up uh, the Nightmare fam- family. And then lights go out, snow falls. Immediately, I'm like, Glacier. This is glacier. Well, I know. That's what I thought. I'm like, seriously, we're as going through this I for Glacier? Glacier is a member of the Nightmare family. This makes sense. But then I see the Scorpion deal, and I'm like, what? And then it's Stang. And then he's got a bat, he's got a bat pocket. Right, the bat pocket in the jacket was pretty bad. Why can't I get a bat pocket? I mean, do you walk around with the bat at all times? I would if I had a bat pocket. I mean... That's a fair point. You know a lot of people in wrestling, and like a lot of people in wrestling know a lot of seamstresses, so... um, Hey, listen here. Listen here, Devin. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. No. <laughs> Tim's just whipping it out. Uh, it's out here. All of it. Um... You know, and 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 I got two hands on it, so you can't see it. And just the way, <laughs> sure, um, just <laughs> just the way that that he came to the ring, went to eat. You know, each person in the ring, uh, the stare down with his son Darby Allen was fantastic. Yes, um, like, and then just walks off, and I'm like, that was perfect. See, to me, it was the face to face with his son Cody, and then his grandson. His gra- <laughs> Darby. <laughs> now, even then, did you notice that the only person who oh, stood up and got in his face was Darby? Now. Yes. Everybody else stayed down. Well, I mean, obviously, Arn was up. Arn can't get down. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. Yeah, Arn That's was down. Arn. Arn, Arn was like, if I stay down for too long, they think that I need to hit my life alert. I have to get up. <laughs> right. And then, so he gets up, but Cody's down. Darby gets up. Who's the third? Dustin. Yeah, Dustin came out. Dustin's in the corner. It did kind of look weird because Sting kind of looked like he was smelling Darby. Yeah, like he was like, have you been around Darby Allen? You just he, I have know. never been around he, him. He probably stinks. I would imagine you know he stinks. As a I fat stink. person, as a fat person, I resent that. It stinks. No, I just I, like I think it's more the 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 skater culture. I would I would assume that there's there's a like I've been at a would, couple of skate parks and there's a stank. Yeah, I would feel like he smells like uh, coffee and like burnt down cigarettes <laughs> and weed. Yeah, yeah, okay. I think I think that that's an, an appropriate. Uh, Funny, I feel you like say every, that. every I just skater want that scented like Bath that. and Body Works. You get it right. Um, Three for ten. But yeah, yeah. I, it was it was a badass moment. Like we talk on this show regularly about moments are bigger than matches. That is an all time moment. Whether AEW lasts for five years, ten years, twenty years, two years, that that's an all time moment that lives. And it got ESPN talking. Ble- yeah, ESPN Bleacher Report. I think tweeted on it. Um, yeah, that, like, that, that's, that's important. It's, it's something. Didn't like, get them to a million ratings, but <laughs> they did how, beat, they did beat NXT again. They did. They did. 
handily this time. I mean, hey, three hundred thousand, three hundred thousand votes or votes. Yes. <laughs> no, that's that that's the re- that's the recounts that just. Oh my bad. Yeah. My yeah. Bad. Um. But no, how it, many people knew about this though before last night? Like, kudos to the AEW group and everybody involved for this not leaking. They they hyped up the show. They they sure. used the winter is coming, which is and the anagram of sting. Is that no? It's not. No. But like, so they they partner with HBO. Like, doesn't TNT doesn't Turner own HBO or something along uh, those lines? I think so. Because I think that. That's the reason they could use Winter is Coming because of Game of Thrones. Right, yeah, because that's obviously trademarked. Yeah, that's it's a Game of Thrones reference. So, but Did even you guys so, hear the HBO uh, the HBO Max news. That is so dope. That the, really about is. about the movies, right? Yeah, every that's, that's Warner, a pretty big deal. Every Warner Brothers movie that is being released in 2021 will be released on HBO Max at the same time. Now, one month. now, do you have to do you have to pay extra for those? Like, if you subscribe to HBO Max, it's just no. on there, huh? On there, HBO Max might be my favorite streaming service. Nice, and I like. I have weird flex. I have like all of them. <laughs> Is that because of common connections? Or you personally subscribe to all of them. What ends up happening is that somebody in the house wants it. And I'm like, okay. (laughs) So, like, we have, I do not have, like, in our house combined, we have Hulu, because I have Hulu and Hulu TV. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, We have YouTube Premium, but not YouTube TV. Okay. Okay. We have Crunchyroll. We have Funimation. We have HBO Max. I think he's making up words again, Ryan. Friendly. Is that the fuzzies one? The furry one? No. <laughs> oh, okay. Friendly. Is, I So we got Friendly for three channels. The two Hallmark channels and the Game Show Network. <laughs> um, what else do we have? Um, I like reason. Friendlies for their chicken tenders and coleslaw. I have WWE Network. I just subscribed to Impact Plus again. Like Perfect Sundays, timing. Sundays. Well done. Um, what else it, do I have? Do you have Netflix? I have Netflix. The one thing that I haven't said yet. Right. Um, Apple TV, Amazon Video. Well, do you Pouring have Amazon Video because you're a you're a Prime shopper? Yeah. Yeah. Like you know, I I I have been a Prime shopper throughout the pandemic, and I mean, it just so happens that you get the video, which is an added bonus. That and the the, the music. Um, and just getting anything you want to buy in two days. Well, yeah, that's always kind of nice. That's also pretty nice. That is also pretty nice. Um, Instant gratification. But uh, but yeah, I mean, Ryan, Mark, and any thoughts on, on the initial, the moment of Sting's debut, and then we'll kind of unpack some of the questions that go along with Sting in AEW. Again, my biggest thing was this wasn't leaked beforehand, and and what it takes to keep something like that quiet is I, I didn't hear a word about, obviously we knew the winter things coming. Um, the moment that sting came out, my first, my first, first thought was Tony Khan sent that tweet the wrong week. Cause if anything, yeah. like 
change the balance of power. Last night was it. Sting, I think, changes the balance of power more than Pac does. Absolutely. Not in a wrestling point of view, but just in a name. Absolutely does. That is a much bigger deal than Pac returning. Did Don Callis debut then, or did he debut at the pay-per-view? I think he was at the pay-per-view. Okay, because if it was Don Callis... Yes, Don Callis was not then. Don Callis was, I think, the pay-per-view. And then last night. Was it just last night? Yeah. Yeah, I think, yeah. yeah, And also Disney Plus. I forgot about Disney Plus. Um, Well, that goes without saying. But yeah, it, it, it's it, that is always impressive, and and you know WWE has been able to do it like some of the Jericho returns and stuff like that. Anytime, uh, you you can you can pull off something like that, um, because I honestly thought when when Tony sent that tweet out the other week, my first my first thought was Sting, because there was all the buzz about how he had gotten out of his contract with WWE or it expired. And whatever, and and I was like, okay, so he's just the stings. And th- when it didn't happen, I was like, oh, so that was a fart in the wind. Like, what? Why? You know, you don't you don't need to make statements like that, Tony and Dixie, if it's not going to pan itself out. Yeah, Dixie Carter. A couple of weeks later, it actually does. And and to a certain degree. I still don't think that Sting alone swings the balance of power no. to AEW. More than Pac would. I think that the Sting return partnered with the main event segment. No question. Yes. Yeah, and we'll 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 get there. Um I, I, I think I think those two are more closely tied than you think. They certainly could be. Um, it, it was noted that is a is a multi year deal um, from uh, this from the Wrestling Observer. Uh, Sting is reportedly not going to take any bumps due to history with the neck injuries. Obviously, um, if he would do anything physical, it would be executed with the utmost precaution, safety measures. Um, Possibly in some sort of a cinematic situation. So definitely um, not in the ring with Sammy Guevara. <laughs> yeah, probably probably not going to see Sting versus Sammy. That's for sure. Got it, got or it. Matt Hardy. Um, it you know the the Observer notes that AEW does plan to use Sting as a regular character on TV, not as a top star who only makes occasional appearances. Um, he was signed to AEW. They wanted to bring in a top star from the older generation of TNT viewers to help bring back some of those fans and have uh, that wrestler perform as a regular on TV. Um, his debut was time to go along with the Christmas holiday. They're already, of course, selling Sting merchandise, uh, you know, giving them uh, some momentum going into the Christmas season. His shirt within like nine hours was already the highest selling shirt in a 24 hour period. And it was up there for less than 12. So, um, that, that's it. That's a significant, uh, situation as well. Obviously moving merchandise. Um, and, and that was, that was like the first place my, my mind went to, um, you know, like after the segment, I'm like, he's not gonna wrestle, is he? <laughs> Um, and, and it's, it's, it's no, it's no slight on, on, on him as a performer. 
or anything like that. But I, I, I just I think about the way that his career in WWE ended with the injury. I'm like, I, I don't I don't need to see. And obviously, if it happens, I'm taking the same stance as I, I took with the Undertaker. He gets to make that call. That's not for me to make. That's for him to take. But personally, I'm like, man, I don't need to see almost 62 year old staying with a bad neck uh, out there, out there bumping hard. Like, because I, I, me, I'm going. Is it worth it? Is it worth it? But you know, so so where, where, and how do you think he is going to be used? Like, do like, is it a Darby Dad situation? <laughs> like. Is he is he kind of a, a manager? I don't think we see him as like an authority figure, um, so to speak, like like a, a a general manager or what have you. Um, so so how do you how do you think? Uh, and l- I'm going to go back here to a question Scotty asked from from the start. Um, which Sting debut? Oh, Ryan died. Uh which Sting debut was better to you, Survivor Series 2014 uh, or last night? Um, honestly, I, I kind of like both of them. Like, if I'm going to give the edge to to one or the other, I, I might go with the WWE one because I, I didn't think I ever really expected him to ever end up in the WWE. I bet Ryan, I bet Ryan forgot to plug his computer in. <laughs> Uh, when he gets back with us, I'm going to ask him, but I'm, I'm almost willing to bet that that's what happened. Um, but I, I I may give the edge. Oh, he's coming back. He's coming back. Um, I may give the edge of the WWE one just because like, I, I, I didn't expect it. What happened, Ryan? I bet new computer. I was, I was touching things I shouldn't have. I ended up leaving the thing. I thought I was closing out of the, uh, internet browser. Uh, I fuck everything up. My bad. Not not the first time. I, I launched it. I launched it in the app, not the browser. I thought I was good. I closed the wrong thing. Not uh, not the first time you had to scramble to close an internet browser, though. I bet. We're not talking about that. <laughs> um. So yeah, you know, if I'm comparing Sting debuts and which one um kind of like surprised me more, I would probably say the WWE one because I don't think I ever truly expected him there. Tim, I think that's that's fair. Ryan, I'm not surprised with what you said. <laughs> well, which one surprised you more, last night or is one at Survivor Series? You saying AEW would have surprised me more. Perfect, uh, Mark. How about you? I I think his uh, AEW debut surprised me more. Okay, if I recall correctly, I thought there was rumors of him showing up in WWE before it happened, but last night I haven't heard anything about Sting. Being in the AW, so uh, that was pretty exciting, and I, oh, I really hard. enjoyed hearing Tony Schiavone yell at Sting one more time. That that was pretty special, um, and, and that coming from a guy that wasn't a huge WCW guy, uh, so it had to be even more to, to people like Tim. Uh, then Scotty also says uh, that Sting doesn't really move uh, the needle for him. Um, does he move it for you? I mean, Sting's one of those guys. It, it's he—he's an all-time legend. So, like, obviously, I'm more of a WWE guy. So, it—it it doesn't have the same impact for me. You know, it's it, for me. I guess if it was, if we didn't see 
Austin make random appearances uh, from time to time. And then all of a sudden, you know, the, the glass shattered and Austin came out while there was some beatdown segment. Like, to, like I feel like, it, you know, it, it, it's, it's that kind of a situation where he's it's an all-time legend that's making an appearance. So, like, whether you know, I don't have the same connection, but it it does move the needle for me because it is it is one of those guys that you know Sting is Sting. Yep, Sting. He's been away long enough that you miss him, and he doesn't come around enough, so you never know when he's coming back. At least with like Stone Cold, you know he'll come around. Stone like, Cold. It's it's not it's not a surprise when Stone Cold shows up. Right. It's a surprise when The Rock shows up. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. a surprise it's when rock. Sting shows up. Yeah. Like it was a surprise when Hogan would show up. At least prior to his current state. <laughs> yeah. Um but like either way it's like He's special. He's he's extra special to a set of fans, and he is special to wrestling as a whole. I think that's a great way to put it. He 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 absolutely has a tender place to me as being like I've said it before. I'll say it a thousand times. My favorite wrestler is like the Godhead. It's one in three at any point. Anyone can be the one or any uh, it's sting. It's the undertaker and it's great Muda. And whenever I wake up, I pray to one of them and that's who's my number one for the day, but they're all the same and they're all number one. There's no like ones less, but undertaker's gone. He go. And now stings here. And I'm like, yeah, you're happy again. You were yeah, sad, and I'm now very, you're happy. I'm very happy. You're, I'm, I'm you're glad now. Now, hey, Tony Khan, what's Muda doing? Call him. <laughs> Boy, now, that'd be great. He's theoretically retired, right? I saw him wrestle in Philly oh, last no. year. So, yeah, it was. A year ago, he was wrestling matches on the Indies. Well, that's a year ago. He was at the ECW arena for that that NX or that uh, TNA show, yeah. and he teamed with Tommy Dreamer to take on Johnny Impact and oh, another bad place individual, Michael Elgin. Ooh, oh, yeah. yeah just rinse my mouth out. And I saw a banger of a triple threat match during that show too. Willie Mack, uh, Rich Swan, and Teddy Hart. Oh shit! Ooh. Yo, Teddy Hart could go, man. Sure as hell can. Teddy man. Hart also a very bad placer. Yeah, I was bad gonna place. say like, it, yo, that he he can go, but it's a shame yeah. because he can also it's, just go. He can, he can go, yeah. but he it's should go. Shamed. It's a shame that he is fueled by the devil. Oh. He has worms for brains. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's kind of almost insulting to worms. Um, so, and, and, deal with Sting real quick. Sting is the guy from WCW at the top of the card that people don't shit on when he returns, like Goldberg. 
Yes. It's true. But also... Yeah. Name anybody else from the top of a WCW card that you would be like, oh, great to see him back. Because Goldberg is the guy. DDP? Kevin Nash. Yeah, he, he was already Nash. over there in the, in the Nightmare family. Yeah. I mean, Big Kev... I think WWE trots him out enough that it's not a big yeah. surprise. Right. I mean, yeah. Sting was, I mean, but I, 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 I also look, think like Luger, Luger is in a wheelchair. Yes. Hogan is redacted. Sure. Brother. Um, <laughs> like trying to think of other main event dudes. I know. Right. Booker T, T is on down. lockdown with yeah. WWE. Jeff Jarrett's on lockdown with WWE. Paul and Nash kind of are. Scott art. Steiner is busy opening up Shoney's. Hey, they got great stakes. Look, everybody Damn needs you. their Shoney's, man. Some of the Scott Steiner showed up. Um, yeah, I'd be more hyped if Rick Steiner showed up. Yeah, give yeah. me the dog face, Grambling. Yeah. Started beating somebody yeah. up with the school board. Um, I also think to the Goldberg thing, I also think it's because of the way that Goldberg has been used. Like, he gets brought back, and he gets put at the top of the card. That's a good point. Like, at the expense of, of people that shouldn't be expended. I mean, also, the people who dump on him is the internet wrestling community. And we were hurt by him at WrestleMania 20. That's true. That's when true. When and Brock left. And... Yep. We complain that WWE doesn't remember old stuff, but that's because we hold on to old stuff. <laughs> and deep in Goldberg from WrestleMania 20 is not the same Goldberg from WrestleMania 33. Okay. They're not the same. They're guy. not. However, the one at WrestleMania 33 also came back and took titles from Bray Wyatt and Kevin Oates. So they, they, they we still get hurt. Wow. They, we still it's get hurt. Jim. It is, but it hurts me still. Um, well, Fiend got Alexa Bliss hurt. at the end, so ha. That's true. Fiend does win. Fiend does win. Okay, let's let's pause he here. Let, let's put let's put the pause here. Let's take our break. We'll come back. We'll kind of because I think, like you said, I think some of the Sting stuff also goes into what happened at the end and and what's coming on Tuesday, not Wednesday next week. So uh, stick with us here. Uh, on the other side, uh, as we continue Three Count Thursday live. After these messages, we'll be right back. Three Count Thursday is sponsored by Arena Eats. Log on to the website, arenaeats.app. That's arenaeats.app for the ultimate fan experience. At your favorite sports venue, Arena Eats mobile app, pre-order, express pickup, and in-seat delivery. How do you place your order? You're listening to NGSC Sports Radio. Hear us live on NGSCSports.com, where you can get awesome analysis on all things sports. Or check out our podcasts on iHeartRadio, Spreaker, Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, and much more. For our latest videos, subscribe to NGSC Sports' YouTube channel. Follow us on Twitter at NGSC Sports, and like us on Facebook. NGSC Sports, 
We never stop. back free count thursday we are live here on facebook make sure you are following us on all of our social media facebook twitter instagram youtube subscribe to us on all podcast platforms uh including apple Podcasts, spotify google play stitcher as well as amazon music uh as well so make sure you uh you are subscribed to us if you do uh, subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts. Please give us a rate and review. We'd appreciate five stars, both in the U.S. and in Japan. Uh, ah, God damn it! Why does that always go really quiet when we come back from commercial? I think it's connected. The volume fader that is connected. Like ah. your mic and the soundboard is the same. You're right. You're right. So uh, okay, I'll, I'll I'll try to remember that for next week. Sticky or, note. <laughs> sticky note. Bam! Stick it right up here. I got three monitors. I got an extra screen on one. I I, I got I got screens everywhere, so I will. Uh, I, I will I'm ch- doing pretty much the same thing with two because I got I got Zoom here, and then I've got the live feed of three count here, and then on the next, like I split my second monitor into two, so half is the live feed, and then the other half is the broadcasting software. Right. Yeah. I got like I got laptop with the Zoom. I got one monitor with my with my volume, my audio recorder, my iTunes. Then I have iPad, iPhone. My third monitor's got the soundboard. Mamma mia! And then I have a. Why did you have to hit that? It was the first one I saw. It was the first one I saw. And then I have a I have a separate computer over here that I got Twitter going so I can post out uh, when we're talking about things. So I I got I got screens and everything going everywhere. So sometimes it's hard to keep track of. Um, Did you ever see this one? I did. I don't think I've seen that. Is that like the the Sting Jesus one? Yes. Is that okay? That's what I thought it was. I never it, watched it. I picked it up at like a yard sale or something. Yeah, you probably paid the right price for it too. <laughs> for pain and ultimate triumph. That good, huh? Sting you moment know, of truth. So they tell they tell some good stories about Sting's life, but you know, even as a person who who has a, a faith, it's a bit heavy handed. Oh, it's it's that it's it's that they over let, the top. Boy, they really scrub in the gospel message with like a pump Un, under your nipples. Well, I'm, I'm on say, my chest. Oh, it's like, I'm like, it's like a vapor going to. It's like a vapor wub. It's like it's, I just see Tim. You rub it oh in. Oh my! It lathers into your your hamburger Jesus. meat. Jesus, that was strangely arousing. No, inner chest where the Holy Spirit lives. Outer chest. Where the areolas live. Okay. All right. Very well, I, different places. Okay. I just, I wasn't sure. I wasn't sure. I just see Tim over there rubbing himself. I just, oh, I, I guess it, I know, I know we were talking. It's, tw- it's 20, tw- I, I know we were talking really about staying. I know. Don't, <laughs> I know we were talking about staying and everything. So I was just, I didn't know if you were just getting all excited. Um, Stay in your lane, Tim. That's my job. <laughs> Um, have, I say you've been like letting really, up on your job because Tim's had right. to take 
some you're of borderline, the... you're borderline wholesome gang around here. <laughs> I, well, I wouldn't go that far. Um, okay, the so then made the Ryan Dunn joke. Me, well, I know. I would never make a Ryan Dunn joke though. I know because you're you're afraid to. No, oh, that's not that's because he's true. a CKY jackass guy. Damn. I love that stuff too. Ryan, did you ever oh, get oh, that no, DVD I... from that Halloween show? By the way, <laughs> I have a T-shirt from going there. Do you still have your shirt? Oh, no, no. I think I think I got rid of it on account that my friends didn't tell me they were going. That was you in what? Like, that was like, like two. Th- you I didn't, didn't like the city anyway. Yeah. No, I think I was. I think I did. I think I. I wasn't. I wasn't. Uh... <laughs> Tim's just backing out. Tim's like, I'm out of here. Um, okay, let's, uh, let's go back to wrestling and talking wrestling. Um, the end of the night saw a AEW world heavyweight title change in a finish to a match that I did not like the finish. I like where we're going, but I did not like the actual executed finish. Uh, Don Callis, uh, gets involved in the end of, uh, (laughs) what the hell is happening? I'm a bunny. Uh, What the hell is even that? I'm a bunny. Hit me uh, up with it. I'm a bunny. What the hell is even that? Um, Callus gets involved. Kenny wins the title. They run out of there like the building's on fire. Callus says, we'll explain everything on Tuesday night on Impact. And then it was like, okay. Wait. My favorite part of the whole thing is stupid Marvez. <laughs> Tuesday night, dynamite's on Wednesday. <laughs> Shut your ass, um, idiot! I'm from Winnipeg, you idiot! Stupid idiot! You fathead! Um, so like, th- now if this is what Tony meant by a shift of power in- within the industry. This is going to get attention, and and like I'm going to tune into Impact on Tuesday night. I haven't tuned in to Impact on Tuesday night. I think since the second week of uh, EC3's appearances there months ago. I think that, that was, was Kurt Sept- Angle there. <laughs> I think that was September, October. I don't know. It was sometime earlier in 2020 when there was leaves on the trees that that those things <laughs> I know. Um, but I'm going to tune in on Tuesday because I'm intrigued by what the hell just happened at the end of Dynamite last night. Um, you, what are your guys thoughts on uh, on this? Tim, we'll jump to you first. So. I think this is very interesting to accomplish in 2020. Um, It is, it's nice to see AEW actually do something in an alternative fashion than the WWE as claiming to be an alternative. WWE would never partner up with another company and have their world's champion show up on another program. Never. Smoky Mountain? Not That's not cable. Okay, that's fair. And wrestling at that time, way different than now. Like, 
You said not ever, not me. That fair. In this sort of climate, with the amount of eyes that can be on it, that's fair. As it happens, it is unheard of. And I mean, the closest we've been to this over the last twenty years was when Taz, a WWF product, and Mike Awesome, a WCW product fought for the ECW championship. Yeah. And then the ECW title was on SmackDown, but that was the ECW title. It wasn't WWE. Like it's, it is very interesting to see how close this partnership is. There's a lot of interchangeable parts between impact and AEW nowadays where it makes sense on multiple levels but to not steal all of the thunder in the first round I'm very intrigued uh Ryan how about you no I too am intrigued by this um I think Tim made a really good point I'm gonna I don't want I'm not trying to rebut I suppose um the only other thing that I could like in this too is, is a partnership that we saw with ring of honor in new Japan that allowed uh, big, big things at the time, like, uh, like the bullet club to kind of interchange back and forth between the States and Japan. Um, and that really sparked, I think the bullet club craze that we saw here, that we saw the new Japan Funko pops here uh, from, from uh, hot topics, things like that. So um, I think this can be on an even greater scale because we're dealing with two, American companies, and I feel like if you're, I don't, I don't know how to say this, and I don't, I don't want to sound. If you're not watching Japanese wrestling, I don't think you care that Ring of Honor is partnering with Japan. If you watch American wrestling, this is a really big deal to have Impact Wrestling, AEW, um, and what this is going to is it a long term deal? Is it just to get through COVID? We don't know. A lot of unknowns, but again, a really, really cool thing. It can create a lot of interesting matchups if we're seeing a lot of cross-branded stuff. I will stop there because I know there's more to talk about. Right. Marky Mark! Hi. I'll tell you what the... Uh, oh, hi, Mark. I think it's fantastic. Hi, boys. I think it's great that AEW is partnering with Impact, and of course they have that relationship with the NWA. Uh, it's only going to help professional wrestling, especially the, uh, the smaller leagues i guess you could say um so pretty much anything that's not wwe but it is very exciting and i too will be tuning in to uh impact other than to see uh jordan grace or the sea stars <laughs> yes Tim. so to 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 kind of go back to ryan with the roh and uh new japan partnership it felt more as in new japan was the 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 person who had all the leverage and was using ring of honor to get a foothold into us territory sure, for sure. And they pretty much left ROH to die. They did. Unfortunately, <laughs> like when, when, when the new Japan partnership was over, it was like, okay, the bucks have gone. The bucks are leaving to go do all elite wrestling. Bye-bye. Kenny Omega is leaving New Japan Bye-bye. to go do all elite wrestling. 
I we Hangman Hangman who is getting poised to be a big thing for Ring of Honor is leaving. SCU is leaving. Like ROH got left for dead to the point where the two biggest people left during that when that split happened was Marty Skrull and Flip Gordon. Sure. <laughs> as far as like big name, <laughs> like of course Ring of Honor. Now this is not to discredit like Jay no, Lethal no. still being there, Dalton Castle still being sure, there. Sure, sure, talent still there. there. Yep, the but like the big names associated that were equal to and associated with fucking flip, man. My God, like <laughs> the two the two names associated with all elite or the AEW group and ROH was those two. And Tim, not right before all of that happened, Adam Cole left. Red Dragon goes gone. Uh, that, yes. They lost a ton real quick. They did. They very I much have did. To, I'd love to take a moment and salute what that era of Ring of Honor was because these are the main players that we're seeing in other right. promotions today. The and I think Ring Wars. of Honor has always done that. Yeah. And I feel what Ring of Honor is doing now, rebranding, bringing back the pure title, we will see three, four years down the road, those superstars being the yeah. foundation for the shows that we're going to be talking about four or five years from now. Right. I think to to give the other side of that, as much as I think that New Japan was the the big joker and New Japan was the little joker, this feels more like a... To use a banking phrase, a merger of equals. Right, because when you have the AEW World Champion and and one of the biggest, um, you know, backstage and and whatever names with a with impact, it, it feels important on both sides. Yeah, it's which like, I think is critical. That's that's what it is. It's it, it's it's definitely the the brand recognition of impact still to this day on top of the momentum that AEW has Mm -hmm. and for right or wrong, like uh, not to make another biblical reference, but impact is the worm that dieth not. Right. How many times is that company dead? the, 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 The flames of hell are so hot but there's a worm that won't even die there. Impact is the worm that will not die in hell. Sure. Like they reincarnate and reincarnate and reincarnate. And the stuff they're doing now is great. They don't have the, ta- like the, I don't want to say they don't have the talent, but if you look at like their main event talent, it's not there. Now where, AEW has that main event talent, but Impact crushes the tag team division and the women's division, which are two things that AEW lacks severely. Right. I mean, it says something when the best women's matches of the last six weeks on AEW were the NWA women's division. Like, and and I'm not, and I'm not, saying that the crap on AEW's women division is just they have not handled that division well. It's starting. I think that this, and Devin said it, this 
is going to help that immensely because that you know impacts women's division is the only is the only women's division in, in wrestling um you know that 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 you that you can make an argument that comes close to what WWE slash NXT have right like so th- this like is on, good on and NXT- I disagree with Charlie because he said it, it impacts TNA and does nothing for AEW I disagree because of that women's like if nothing else that women's division is going to get better because of it the tag division unbelievably is going to get better because of it and and, and here the, the door the door that this unlocks though is the door to new japan yeah because you yeah. already have deals with nwa triple a now impact they could easily partner like a talent exchange with new japan again especially since the impact tag team champions are the good brothers yeah like the pieces are there to make a very profitable partnership that can see both ships rise at the same time. Like, I think this allows, I think the biggest thing that this allows, and, and again, I disagree with Charlie here uh, too, too. I get what he's saying. I, I disagree in principle. This allows Tim, like you had said, I don't know. I don't know if impact still has the same recognition that TNA had. Right at a but time, it's... but it, it it they have the roster that is recognizable with Rich Swan as your champion, mm-hmm. uh, Anderson and Gallows fresh from the WWE as your tag team champ, mm-hmm. Diana Perazzo from WWE as your tag team champ or NXT, I guess. But um, lots of of talent that we've seen around uh, Motor City Machine Guns. That's that's the Ring of Honor. There's so much in Impact. I just think they never had the distribution that they needed to get out and be a legitimate contender. So I do think, to Charlie's point, Impact gets more from this. But a rising tide raises all ships. Yeah, exactly. And that's and that's kind of the the point. Like, what sucks, and it doesn't. And that's just, I wouldn't say it necessarily. It doesn't suck horribly, but. I would have really loved to have seen this merger come and impact were able. Now this may jump into like the news and rumor rundown, but impact just lost the rascals. Oh, I forgot to include that in my, uh, imagine news and rumor. this partnership where the rascals exist. Right. And you include the rascals in this tag team mix with, with top flight, with private party, with the young bucks, with any of the tag teams like and it's it's kind of crazy like uh at least from the press release it was only two members of the rascals that got signed i saw that yeah where's trey miguel is he all elite is he going to roh is he just waiting on formal paperwork for wwe like i don't know like because if that's the case and you're splitting up the three rascals that's kind of crazy too like where does trey miguel go does is trey staying with impact and they made it seem as though all of them were leaving because the even even as far as slammiversary was concerned 
Trey Miguel was being spun out of the Rascals as being a main event title contender, right? Like, he was in that multi-person match. Yes. It was him and Rich Swan and and uh, Sammy Callahan and Eddie Edwards, I think. And Trey Miguel was in that match. Yes. If I'm right, like, so Trey Miguel... Trey Miguel could be like a shining piece of this that if impact is able to, to keep from this more power to him. Yeah. Charlie, Charlie says here, if you take the original ECW invasion, did nothing for WWF except boost ratings. ECW was the one true beneficiary in the deal. Right. Correct. But I don't think that's the case here because you know, if nothing else, your women's division is going to get better with a working partnership with Impact Wrestling. Impact Wrestling obviously gets a rub from AEW, and if you get that connection to Japan, um, you know, friend of a friend of a friend, uh, that helps your company as well. And here's the thing: like one of one of AEW's, you know, you know, mission statements or whatever you want to call it from the beginning was not to like not to like make themselves better or uh like necessarily hurt the WWE but it was to make the wrestling business better and greater and to me a, a partnership with you know the the second longest running brand in professional wrestling um, and, and now you're uniting with them, at least in the U S obviously new Japan and all Japan and stuff like that's been around for a very long time. Um, but when, when you partner with the, with the, a brand that's been around for what, 20 years now, uh, you know, close to 20 years. Cause I, 2002. Yeah. So it's, I mean, you're, you're almost at 20 years for TNA impact. That so, is crazy. Right? Like. I mean, I was in high school when AJ Styles, first ever X Division champion, came to to our hometown. Ryan, like how how long was WCW like around? I mean, TNA has beaten that, correct? TNA. So WCW mm-hmm. was a thing in nineteen. I want to say nineteen. Either 1989 or 1988. So, yeah, Impact's beaten that. Yeah. Because WCW was dead in 2001. So, yeah. So, at best, it's, what, 13 years. So, yeah, Impact's beaten that. Is Ring of Honor... When when was the Ring of Honor launched? Uh, That was early 2002 as well. Okay. so, So, them and Impact have been around... Longer, but but because of some of the the dealings that Impact and TNA made, you know, bringing in Hogan and Flair and Bischoff and what have you, whether or not they panned out doesn't matter. They've made a bigger splash on the on the scene. For sure. yeah. Ring of Honor, February twenty third, two thousand and two. Wow. ROH is older. Okay. But to me, I okay. So, but yeah. it's it's one of the longest brands. Is it, it was my point. Yeah. That that by like four months. That is beneficial to AEW, one hundred percent. And 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 if you can and if you can form some sort of, you know, super group between you and Impact and New Japan and 
you know, I, I don't know what Ring of Honor's purpose is moving forward. Uh, obviously, with the pure title, it, you know, it seems like they're kind of sticking to their guns. But they're also in the bubble. Like, they're the one brand that's not, like... I think Impact tapes in a bubble too. Yeah, they like, have no they have no fans. They're they're pretty isolated. Right, but I think like ROH everybody is staying in or around the area where they're taping. Yeah, they bang out I think like 2 months worth of, of taping. Yeah, they they come in, they isolate for a couple days, they test yeah. hard and they, they, yeah, yeah, they're they're bubbled for their tapings and then everybody goes home. Um Right. I don't so, think ROH ever needs I don't know if ROH ever wants to be other than what ROH is. No, and that, that's I why I said I, I don't. ROH is being that like indie feel alternative, and they're fine with that. And that's why I said I don't. I don't know if they get involved, but even if you have AEW, and again, they're already working with NWA, they're working with AAA. If you can get impact, you have Impact under the umbrella now. You get New Japan under the umbrella. That that's a pretty solid grouping. Now it's not. They're not all going to merge into one new brand. But if you have a working agreement where talent from AAA can work AEW shows, talent from Impact can work AEW shows, compete for AEW titles, that'll remain to be seen. Like, if you're telling me I can get Gallows and Anderson competing against the Young Bucks for the the, the, the uh, AEW tag titles, that's a big deal. If I can get Jordan Grace competing for the... Um, you know the the AEW women's title that's a big deal so so to say that this doesn't help uh or does nothing necessarily for AEW I think is 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 way off base I think this helps everybody and yeah. if you're trying to take like you're not again you're never going to take down the WWE if the WWE goes down they're doing it to themselves but stuff like this makes ripples in the industry and and that's beneficial not only for these companies, but it's also beneficial on Mondays and Fridays in that other show on Wednesday. See, I think everybody assumes that it's going to be this invasion as well, and it, it doesn't have to be like that from the mm-hmm. get-go. You can leave that invasion shit for a year, a year and a half down the road. It doesn't have to start off, I don't think, as an invasion right away. I think you guys can play nice. All of a sudden, people get chippy. I don't know. I think it's insane. And again, no disrespect to Charlie. Um, but I think you can look at, again, that women's roster and think uh, names like Madison Rain um, and Jessica Havoc and Kimberly, veterans of the professional wrestling ring. And add that to what I still consider a very young AEW roster. The veteran presence will so much good. So good to that. It's unreal how beneficial that can be. Jazz. Who knows what Jazz is doing right now? But you want to talk about a veteran? Jazz is that person. Yeah, he says it's kind of like the old territory days where uh, you know somebody would call Vince Senior and say, "Hey, I want to book Andre." I think yeah. I, I think that's a great comparison. I, I, and and if it has that sort of feel, why you know, si- it's different but similar. It, it, it's here, it's the closest thing we can compare it to. Here's the other part that people aren't necessarily thinking about or they may be thinking about but they're not necessarily connecting two and two so what is don Callis's actual title the jackal oh sorry <laughs> virus the virus <laughs> i'm looking to see um 
Don Callis is the executive vice president of Impact Wrestling. He's an EVP. Huh. Kenny Omega, while he is the AEW world champion. Is one of 37 of those in AEW. Correct. (laughs) So it's not just Impact has taken the world champion. Yeah. Taken an executive vice president. And AEW's done the same. Like, that. Like, it's. There, there's something there. I don't, I don't know. Like, it is. There's it's, so much meat on the bone. It's exciting. It's exciting. Like, just, oh I'm ready. From the Observer, uh, Omega and Callus are supposed to be on obviously Impact on Tuesday. They're also scheduled for AEW on Wednesday. And if anybody knows what's supposed to be on Impact on or on AEW on Wednesdays, it's definitely the Observer. So that I can actually believe is fact from Dave Meltzer. Um, any other thoughts on this, guys, before we hit uh, the question of the week and then we get to our predictions and news and rumors? Yeah, real quick. Is there is there a matchup now that the brands could be crossed that piques your interest the most? Ooh. Um, to not put you on the spot, I will say uh, it's in from the tag team division. I'd love to see what the North tangling with FTR. I didn't dash. One of, the, one of them tweeted. I, I think Dash really... might have tweeted like "fuck the oh, North" cool. or something like that. Oh yeah, that's great. Yeah, uh, and that's I know great. Jordan guys, Grace. Jordan Grace great. had like a running thread of like crossover dream matches. That that is pretty was, solid. Was intern Mark any of those listed? Uh, <laughs> I didn't. Uh, I didn't see him on the list, but uh, um, I'd like to be on that list. Uh, Christmas is coming. <laughs> <laughs> I will I will go with um you know I will I'll go with uh Hikaru Sheeter um and uh I'll go with Diana Perazzo. I'll go with those two. Uh Tim, is there a match from the two that that a crossover you'd like to see? So, I'm actually going to go tag team wrestling, but I'm going to say um the first dream match I had in my head was uh FTR versus the Motor City Machine Guns. I like it. I like that. And Mark, how yeah. about you? Well, I'd say any match with Jordan Grace. Um, <laughs> but really, if you, if you think about it, the uh, the attention you could get in pay-per-view buys with the crossover, having the impact talent versus AEW talent, I mean, that really, that would get me to uh, open the wallet and, and be more likely to buy an AEW pay-per-view. That's for sure. Weird. This is weird, Mark. We actually, uh, I just looked in our mailbox over here. You've got mail. Uh, it, it appears it's a restraining order um, from Jordan Grace to one intern Mark. Ooh. <laughs> Mark, if there's anything good about that, you're going to get your autograph on the bottom of that paper. <laughs> That's um, going to be perfect. Charlie here. Charlie says uh, Sammy uh, Sammy Callahan versus, uh, versus Moxley uh, would be his. As long as he's not spitting on people anymore, I'm fine with that. I, I would be fine with that as well. That is definitely a... Uh, a, a not recommended uh, thing to do right now. Even if you test COVID negative, uh, still would not recommend uh, spitting on anybody. So real quick, let's let's move to our um, the three count question of the week. Now, Ryan, this is this is your brainchild this week. Yes, I uh, I muffed up on uh, 
mean Monday. And thank you, cousin Brian, for reminding us. Cousin Brian, uh, I realized then we didn't have a question of the week thrown out there, so I had this saved on my phone for months, and uh, this was the time we were going to use it. Uh, so it's it's uh, missed opportunities in wrestling, uh, and 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 oh, this I think can uh, be, uh, I think this can be um, interpreted in in multiple ways. Uh, I'll kick it off. I wrote a couple of, a couple down, but I'll, I'll start with my first one. To me, it's that Owen Hart never won the WWF title. You know, I think when, when he was in that program with Brett, um, whether it was the WrestleMania 10 match, um, you know, the, the, the King of the Ring, or it could have been at, at uh, SummerSlam, uh, where I think they had that, um, where they had the, the steel cage match. I think if you pull the trigger, even if it's from SummerSlam till Survivor Series, uh, Owen Hart uh, with with the WWF title, I, I think that that changes a lot of things from from there and moving forward. Um, I mean, Owen Hart's an all time great. Owen Hart is is, um, and we, we've we've touched on this back around the Dark Side of the Ring episode. Totally understand why he will probably never be a WWE Hall of Famer, but he is a Hall of Famer. Um, he, he is an all-time talent. I, I t- to me, n- never pulling the trigger on him being the WWF champion, uh, was, was a, a huge missed opportunity. Ryan, we'll go to you, uh, since it is your topic. I didn't have one. I just presented the question. So in a panic, in a panic, chill the fuck out. Yeah. I'm the yodeling guy. Just fell right off the edge. It's one smoke. you. I will. Uh, I will say the uh, cancellation of Wrestling Society X, and that this didn't actually become anything, uh, is is a shame. If you look at the roster on that and go back and and watch what they were doing, that was a fresh take on studio wrestling that uh, we see popularized now with things like the NWA, uh, Pro Wrestling Empire, doing studio wrestling right now. Um, Right off the edge. So, uh, without thinking, that's going to be my choice. Uh, Tim, we'll go to you. Um, I'm always going to remember the missed opportunity of Shelton Benjamin as a main main player in WWE in like 2003. Good. Um, during Triple H's reign of terror. Um picked up the, the two big wins and just got snuffed out and never quite ascended. And now we're, we're finally back into some sort of glory days with Shelton and the oh, hurt business. So good. Um, but um, I'm always going to lean, lean back towards Shelton and uh, not them, uh, not capitalizing at that point. And also um, even though we just spoke highly of the partnership with, um, AEW and Impact, how horribly WWE bungled the invasion. Oof. They they Oof. purchased they purchased WCW and ECW, and they only got to November. Yeah, and they they started bringing them in at WrestleMania. <laughs> Bad. Bad, so what? bad. No, not good. Not bungled. Like bungled. 
that could have easily been a year each. Yeah. Easy. Easy. And then you can say the same thing about the, the Nexus. I mean, you could all say the same thing. And this is another one. WWE CW. Like we were, t- I think we talked about that on our, our watch along, Ryan is like, just, just let Paul Heyman. Yeah. Pretty much let Paul Heyman go. Like have somebody like kind of watching him. Like, you know, have like a chaperone that just kind of sits in the corner and make sure like, don't, don't totally fuck this up, dude. Cause like you are under our umbrella now, but like, just let EC, let, let ECW do ECW. Yeah. I think, I think a lot of the problem with ECW on the WWE was just the size of the arena. There was just something gritty and raw about small venue ECW. That's what makes the Capitol Wrestling Center work really well for Impact. Um, that that if you if they kept it to smaller, not I don't even want to say arenas. I don't need to see ECW at the United Center in Chicago. I never needed to see that. I never needed to see the big entranceway. Keep we keep with the bricks. Keep with the the open fencing that I think you would have been much better with that. And I feel like Paul Heyman would have realized no matter the budget, we need to keep this N 37. I think that was the problem. I think (laughs) Vince McMahon didn't like bingo hall wrestling. I like bingo, which didn't help. Uh, intern Mark, is there a a missed opportunity, uh, that, that you can think of? Yes. Uh, Tim kind of touched on it. I would say, any invasion angle in WWE, the uh, the WCW one was probably the biggest miss, uh, along with ECW, and so forgettable. Uh, Vince brought in the NWO when he could. Um, they brought in Paul and Nash as the NWO, and that just went right. I'm down gonna kill my deal. creation. That was. That that was. Well, I, I, first of all, I don't think the fans accepted it. No, I also they don't. wanted Hogan as a face. It also but, didn't yeah, help that, that 80,000 or whatever yeah. it was at the Sky Dome uh, turned Hogan face at WrestleMania. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and and part, of, part of the so issue, bad. too, part of the issue, too, was is that when WCW was purchased, there were people, there was two different types of contracts. There was the WCW contracts and there were the Time Warner contracts. And WCW or WWE kind of absolved all the WCW contracts. But those those Time Warner contracts, Hall, Nash, Hogan, Goldberg, Goldberg Rick Sting. Steiner, Sting, those guys had to pretty much say, okay we will give up the, the free Turner money to sign a WWE contract. And why are you going to turn down money where you can sit at home for free? Yeah. Why? Why would you? I wouldn't. Yeah. No. Um, I mean, another missed opportunity, and it's not so much a missed opportunity as it is just kind of like a, a mishandled opportunity, but... um the actual breaking of the streak like yeah giving, yeah. giving the streak yep. 
giving the streak to Brock Lesnar instead of having it go to someone else. Like even the undertaker said it on the last, on the one more round with Steve Austin. Like, yeah, the streak meant something. Give it to someone, give it to someone worthwhile. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and, and I mean, Tim, let's talk about that for a second real quick. If we can. Yeah, sure. Who, Who would it be? that's not already made today because i feel like everybody thinks it should have been roman reigns roman reigns was made a totally different way and that's what made roman reigns who he is today mm-hmm. the fiend and bray wyatt made totally different ways i can't think of anybody at or near the top of the card at that time mid to upper upper mid that could have actually done it and truthfully benefited from it so you have wrestlemania so wrestlemania 30 so let's say WrestleMania 30, he beats Brock. Mm-hmm. Okay. 31, he faces Bray Wyatt. Okay. Bray Wyatt was not a made dude at 31. That was Bray Wyatt's Because he first lost a Cena at 30. He lost a Cena at 30. Okay, so it's, se- it's his second Mania. Yeah. So it could have been Bray. Who does he th- wrestle at 31? It's Bray writes The Undertaker. That was 31. Yeah. 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 Like the little, the walkers. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yep. Um, 32. I literally just ran down all the undertakers. 32 was, um, was uh, Roman. No, that was Dallas. Yeah. Dallas was 32. Dallas was 33. I thought Dallas was 32. Roller coaster was 33. Okay. Cause then they went back to New Orleans for 34, New York for 35. Okay. The performance center for thirty six. Okay. <laughs> so, so Roman was thirty two. No, Roman was thirty three. Yeah, Roman. Yeah, Roman was roller coaster. She, she, the Hell in a Cell match was thirty two. No, the best no. in the Worked it in, baby. One of these days. We got have a great, have a great night, everybody. <laughs> Can we just all agree to start calling him Vince's kid? Nope. I mean, if you do, I don't get to hit the button. Correct. You have to you have to change your own vocabulary. If I hear that name, it goes. I didn't say his name first. It doesn't matter. Just for it good measure. Here we go. Money. So, yeah, so it was... It was shoe guy at 32. <laughs> there you Ooh, go. Shoe guy works. Shoe guy. Yeah. Shoe guy works. Shoe guy. Um, so, yeah. So it doesn't go to him. It could have been it Bray been at Bray. 31. Could have been Roman. Like that could have put Roman over the top. Like, But didn't Roman beating him even with one loss put him over the top anyway? It did, but it would have meant more if it was zero. Mm, okay. Because I, I think. I feel it, like you get that raw moment where. Yeah, the boos yeah. are raining regardless. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't think. But Roman. I also think. I also think though, if it's, if the streak makes it, it would have been 
That would have been 23 and 0 going into Mania 33. Because it was 21 and 1. So that would have been 22 and 0, 23 and 0. Yep. 20, he'd have been 24 and 0. Right. Going into Roman. Right. And he and, ends his career with one loss. At 24 and 1, he's done. And we don't get the Cena matchup. We don't get anything bonus after that. We don't get the but, bo- we don't get the boneyard match. But even if he beats Roman, say he beats Roman at thirty three, the only other person who comes around anywhere close to after that that could use it, Drew McIntyre. Yeah, Drew could put him down. Um, like, I mean, the WWE could have also really fucked it up and been like, "Here's Otis versus the Undertaker." So. <laughs> Got our top suspect right here. Oh yes, Chucky, we have our top suspect. Tomato chips. Um, you know, or you know, you 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 know, if you really want to, you know, play it out, you you could you could bring up, you know, and 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 Adam Cole. Brought up an NXT guy. You could have brought up a. a a, Tomato chips. You know, you could have brought a a, a, Tomasa Champa. You could have. Kevin Owens. Yeah, it could have been a Kevin Owens. You know, like there's, there's definitely possibilities. I can understand. I don't. I Vince. don't believe Adam Cole or Kevin Owens defeats the Undertaker if the likes of Roman Reigns cannot. Here's the thing for me. For Adam me, Cole. Roman. Do, yeah, I, I just that was his name. I, I don't think. While it it could have you know infinitely made. Uh, Roman like untouchable. I also don't think Roman Reigns needed it. I feel like a guy like Bray Wyatt. Now, don't get me wrong with with the Fiend and everything they've been doing here recently. The the Bray slash the Fiend has recovered, but I feel like the the you know Bray Wyatt, uh, the the Wyatt family that that could have been served pretty well by defeating the Undertaker. Charlie here says. Uh, He'll always say Orton or Punk. Uh, Orton doesn't need it. Punk didn't need it, but it could have happened at 29. Punk at 29 would have been wild. Did Orton, could Orton have used it when he faced him at 21? Because, like... Sure. Not saying bring back Orton later, but... Think about the early run. So, like, he had just... He was coming off of his return with Kane. Mm-hmm. You had... From then, it was Orton, Mark Henry, Batista, Edge. Those four, with the exception of Mark Henry. But Orton, Batista, Edge. One of those three... Could have easily ended the streak, considering that Edge was also undefeated in singles competition. I mean, at, at the same time, at, 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 at WrestleMania 21, he was only he only became 13 and 0. So, does it mean as much then? I think they only even really started That's acknowledging it at WrestleMania 19 with 10. Yeah, because yeah. he because he sits there on the and, and counts yeah, up he 10. Count, he counts it like it doesn't get as big, but it is absolutely mentioned. Like you skipped over Mark Henry. Think what that would have done for Mark Henry career. Though. Correct. I like mean, totally different stratosphere of, of of a performer. Right. 
if you're Mark Henry and you knock off Taker at, at, at WrestleMania. Right. I mean, he doesn't break out. He doesn't fully break out until... <sighs> Does he become world heavyweight champion? He becomes world heavyweight champion after okay. his match with Undertaker against Randy Orton. Got that Taker so, rub, baby. Like, it could have been take, like he could, it could have been Mark Henry, but like... It's not none. It's none of the Shawn Michaels matches. It's none of the Triple H matches. I, so then it gets to CM Punk. Charlie says if it if it had been Punk, maybe he would have stayed. Like they're taking the belt off him for Rock or Cena, but we're giving you the streak. Punk had the belt for four hundred plus days. Punk was one of the most featured players. If he needed the streak to stay, Vince was going to let him walk anyhow. Because at that point, you're you're trying to make yourself bigger than the company, in my opinion. Like, you know, and, and I, I've I've come around and, and I, I don't have anger towards CM Punk uh, like I did when he left. But, like, any of this notion or belief that Punk was disrespected, slighted, crapped on, anything like that in any way, shape, or form, when you hold a belt for 400-plus days in, in, in this era, the, the WWE Championship, which is is, is hot potato. I mean, we just saw, Drew, you know, Drew McIntyre had it from WrestleMania. They just throw it off of him for a couple of weeks, and then they, they toss it back to him. Um, and, and potentially hot potatoing again. Obviously, money in the bank still in play. But, yeah, I, I, I don't I don't, um, I don't necessarily buy into that. Uh, Devin says here about Aleister Black maybe being one. I mean, if, if, if it plays out till... You know, thirty five, thirty six. You know, Alistair Black has that vibe to him. Uh, mm-hmm. That that could certainly um, be somebody. Mark, is there anybody that, um, that 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 you can think of that should have gotten it? Well, I don't know if I'd say he should have gotten it, but it certainly uh, would have put the rocket ship on the Miz to uh, beat the Undertaker with like a heel roll up or some type of uh, heel tack. Uh, I'm not saying I would agree with that, but boy, it would have uh, sent him to the the stratosphere, if you will. Yeah. Um, by that point, by the time he would have boy, faced the Undertaker, though, the Miz would have already beaten John Cena twice at WrestleMania. Now, there was a point in time in which, like, the Miz dipped after losing the title. Because even though he did beat John Cena, I think he lost the title to John Cena the next month on pay-per-view. Um, and then The Miz was nowhere near the world title picture until now. <laughs> um, yeah, you're and right. even then, like, it's only because of Money in the Bank. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, an Undertaker, like... If it would have been the Miz instead of John Cena at thirty four, um, I mean that would have been cool. Yeah, Charlie, I know you're you're a big carrying cross guy, but C- Cross ain't that dude. Cross ain't the dude to put out Undertaker. Sorry, he's not. He's got a cool entrance. I lo- I love the entrance. Yeah, I don't think I don't know if Undertaker lasts. Like I don't think Undertaker. I don't think the streak lasts. No. And here's the thing, like, I, I love the entrance with Cross and, and Scarlet, and I love me some Scarlet Bordeaux, but but Cross ain't that dude. He's not. He's not He's not an all-time dude. 
Um, uh, you know, he, he's not a Roman. He's not a Bray. He's not a, you know, he's not a Cena. He's, not, you know, and I know I'm throwing out some huge, huge names. He's not a punk. He's not a Norton. He's, you know, he's not that dude. He's, he's just not that. He's not a Drew That's- McIntyre. Cross's Cross's problem is he's thirty five years old already. Yeah, that's Cross's problem, and only now in WWE hell. Fuck! If the streak control. makes it to this year, AJ Styles could be that dude. AJ Styles could have been the dude to break the streak, and 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 put down Taker. Ooh, I don't know what that does for Hold Styles on. on the way out. Well, but you you can you can take it and and then. What they could have done with Brock is is when somebody finally does dethrone him, it can mean more. I I don't think by the time now Charlie he's not. Yeah, you love the guy. I'm not trying to I'm not trying to take away your love for carrying Cross, but like he's he's not that dude. He's not that dude. Um, what what are, what are Taker's stats real quick? Like Cross is a big guy in NXT. Cross is six foot four, two sixty five. Cross is a big boy for NXT. I don't think that stacks up appropriately with the Undertaker. It would be a cool match, Charlie. I'd love the match. I don't think it's a Mania match. That's a great match on WWE 2K20. Uh, Taker is billed at six ten three oh eight. So he's got six inches and 38 pounds over carrying cross. That's going to make cross not look so big. And that's, I think that's part of cross's game is he looks big. He's a big boy. And and my only point to AJ styles, let's not forget about beautiful, beautiful. Scarlet. My my only point to, to AJ styles is AJ styles is a name that like across wrestling. And because he was able to retain his name that everybody knows, like, I I I I just I I don't think Karrion Cross is that dude. He just he he just isn't. And again, I'm not I'm not crapping on the guy. I don't think there's a dude in NXT that is that guy right now. It would be a great match five to seven years ago, sure, but um, Bye, Mark. Um. Okay. Let's uh. Let's get to. NXT takeover, and then we we will have two items uh, in our news and rumor. But I uh, about that. but uh, this uh, this Sunday is in War Games of War Games War Games War Games. <laughs> it's not War Games until William Regal screams War Games. Um, and I was I was hoping we'd have we'd have Brittany on with us. Uh, she is unable to join us this week for for a preview. Hopefully, she'll be able to join us uh, later this month uh, when we look at WWE uh, TLC. Um, where did Mark go? Mark, why are you disappearing? Don't go chasing waterfalls. Jim. Um, okay, but uh, five matches. It is this Sunday night uh, on the uh, the award winning WWE Network. Uh, we'll start at the bottom. We'll work our way up. Uh, we'll start with Timothy Thatcher taking on Tommaso Ciampa. Tomato chips. Uh, I have... Tomato chips. Picking up the victory. Uh, Mark, we'll go to you. I'm going to go with the tomato chips just 
Tomato chips. I can hear the sound bite again. <laughs> uh, Ryan, how about you? Sound bite me. Tomato chips. Oh no, I wanted the other one. I I wanted Timothy Thatcher. I don't, I don't have, I don't have a Timothy Thatcher sound button. Then I will just do my, my sound effect. effect. Oh, do my sound effect again. What the, this one? There it is. Yep, that's Timothy Thatcher. <laughs> there we go. Uh, and uh, Tim, how about you? I'm going to hate that I say this. Timothy Thatcher. <laughs> um, Devin has uh, Champa. Tomato chips. Uh, then we go to the moon. Charlie. Charlie has Karrion Cross. <laughs> I just got it. Yeah, yeah, you got it. Um, I see what he did there. Uh, I don't. I don't have a sounder for that one. Um, then we go to uh, Dexter Loomis uh, taking on Cameron Grimes in a strap match. Um, I love what they did last night, where uh, Grimes is. Uh, beating the dude, then he turns around and, and Loomis is right there. Uh, I love me some Loomis, but I love me some uh, some Cameron Grinds more. So I'm going to the moon. moon. In turn, Mark. I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with Grinds to the moon, Alice. <laughs> to the moon, honeymooners. Nice. Zoom. Um, Ryan. I will go with. Former Impact star Samuel Shaw. Nice. Well played. And uh, Tim. In the non-preferred match of the night, <laughs> Tim takes the strap. <laughs> oh, come on. I know you want Trevor Lee. To the moon. Um, to the moon. Charlie has uh, Loomis. Devin. Dexter Loomis is the least offensive of the two. Therefore, Dexter Loomis. There you go. Uh, Barely. Devin has Loomis as well. Charlie says Grimes greater than symbol hangman. Ooh. To the loom. Ooh. Ooh wow. That's, uh, I love me some Grimes, but I love me some drunk cowboy as well. Uh, then we go to the triple threat match for the NXT North American Championship. Leon Ruff defending against Johnny Gargano uh, and Tim's favorite, Damian Priest, and and just just to make uh, Tim super angry, I'm going to have the North American Championship going to Damian Priest. Intern Mark, I think the titles to go back to uh, Priest, Damian Priest. I'm sorry that upset you, Tim. Ryan, I think Priest does all of the heavy lifting, and Leon Ruff. Sneaks in, steals the victory, and hits the dirt. I like that. I like that. <laughs> Tim, how about you, Tim? Tim's going to explode. I am going to explode. <laughs> so salty. Because the story they're telling here is that Damian Priest is luring Leon Ruff in only to then take the the North American title from him. Unfortunately, the winner will be the archer of the infirmary, <laughs> the most awful wrestler in all of wrestling today. And that includes a time period in which Wardlow wrestles. Oh, you're disgusting. 
Wow. I haven't even seen everyone on Impact wow. Wrestling, and I'm sure he's wow. worse than all of wow. them. Oh, my goodness. Oh, he's my worse than God. Swoggle. Ooh, Damian shit. Priest. I don't even how. How are we even on the air after this? Ridiculous. They should, they should have kept his name as Punishment Martinez Way because then Way I would be line. reminded what I was being while watching it. Punished. <laughs> oh, oh. Uh, wow. Tim going all in again. Um, Guy sucks. What is? Char- Charlie? What is cool about a six eight dude doing high kicks? I mean, not big boots like karate kicks. I mean, I think that's pretty at, cool. He's built at six five. It's the three inch difference that your problem is. Well, yeah, it's usually what his problem is. Hey, if he's six five. Oh, come on now. If he's six five, I'm a cruiserweight. <laughs> You know he might be a shoot six five. You know what? There's there's pictures of me and him, and I'm six foot, and I'm I'm pretty sure he has more than five inches on me. Yeah, I, I'm I'll pretty. To, I'll have to pull you. the picture up, but I'm sure he's 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 got more oh than five my. inches on me. Um, yeah. Charlie has Johnny wrestling. Devin has uh, Leon Ruff. Uh, Charlie has who? Carrying Cross again? Ruff. Can you tell me why he's awesome, Charlie? Charlie, t- you tell like, him. I'm going to move on to the next match. You tell him. Well, you go ahead. If it's there's just any us. solace, he's on the wrong side of 30. He is. Isn't everyone now, though? I think he they are. 38. Well, let me remind you Get that old. AJ Styles is now 43 years old. Thanks, Connie. He's on the super wrong side of 30. Thanks, Connie. Um, all right, let's Her. go. Let's go to the first of the War Games matches. Uh, it is what? the. Sorry. Let me, uh... In War Games! Of War Games! War Games! War Games! Oh, yeah, it would I... be cool if you made a supercut of Regal saying War Games, but then splicing in a Stone Cold Steve Austin what? <laughs> what? I, 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 what? I, I pulled this clip about three minutes before we went on the air. You've got uh, time. I'll, 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 I'll work on it for the, for the next... Uh, <laughs> well, wait, maybe I can. In war games. What? Of war games. What? War games. What? War games. What? That works. works. There we go. That's right. That's I forgot good. with I forgot with this one I could play two sounders at the same time. Um, okay, so we have the Undisputed Era, Adam Cole, uh, Kyle O'Reilly, Roderick Strong, and Bobby Fish taking on Team for the brand, I, I get. I don't know what they're called. I'm gonna Pat Kangs. Ma- McAfee, the Pete, winners, Pete Dunn, Danny Birch, and Oni Lorkin. Um, and yeah, the, the, they're going to win this match. Uh, and I, I assume that McAfee is going to get the final fall because why not? Yo, punt every one of these vanilla midgets out of war games, Pat. <laughs> So I got I got team I got team McAfee uh intern Mark, how about you? Well I still don't know uh what McAfee did other than uh, wrestle for NXT. He's a punter uh, in the in the, the in the fucking f- ball in football. In the footballs, he's a punter. Literally anything anybody else could do. Ryan, I'm, I'm I wanna go, go out uh, to a football field and watch you punt a football. I could do it. It ain't gonna be good. It takes no skill to kick a fucking football. Oh boy. Oh my oh boy. Oh boy, Ryan's upset now too. Oh boy, uh, but Mark, um, your pick. 
I'm going to go with the, I don't think it's going to happen, but I'm going to go ahead and say undisputed error anyway. I'm going to say they're going to win, but I'm pretty sure they won't. Very good. Ryan, how about you? Yeah, I'm going to uh, echo Mark's sentiments <laughs> entirely. Uh, I don't think it will happen, but I hope to see the undisputed era win here. Suckers. Tim, give me the right answer. Did you know that Bobby Fish is 44 years old? Well, AJ Styles that. is 44 years old. Well, th- Thanks, Connie. Uh, no, I did not know he was All that right. old. God, I hope Pat McAfee collapses his lung. Jesus! Just oh, kicks my. him and f- delays his flight and <laughs> for everything. You're an awful human. Well, I think we know what Tim's pick is, but confirm, Tim. I mean, look. There's only one person in this match that was drafted in the seventh round of the 2009 NFL draft. There's only one person here who was named the punter of the decade. Kobe. Only person who has made a Pro Bowl. Kobe. Kobe. Tim acting like the punter of the decade is something to really write home about. There's a, there's at least say this unbelievable, Jim. There's at least 32 punters in the national. The reason why you don't know Pat McAfee is because don't, don't, I don't know Pat McAfee. This comment's directed toward Mark. No, this comment is directed towards you. Absolutely not. The reason why you don't know Pat McAfee is because he didn't suck. You know Pat McAfee. You remember the punters that suck you don't, because you because immediately go, get that guy them. off my team. But you don't remember them because they're fucking punters. You don't remember them. Oh, man. If you don't, if you don't know how crucial to a success of a football team a great punter is, Matt McBriar for the Dallas Cowboys was a great punter. Of course, you know your punters, Jim. It's it's not hard to know your team. It's called flipping a field, That's man. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. It's not that big of a deal. He's about to you flip this know field. your team's punters, and that's it. I'm just saying. I'm curious as to how many punters in the NFL today I know. I'm very curious. Oof. We'll have to revisit that on a different day at a different to, time. That's a, that's a, that's a good uh, Patreon for Huddle Up. Yeah, yeah, that's, that, that's a good one. Um, on the... Long story short, Pat McAfee wins Kobe. he rules you suck i will be Cheers. impressed again at at adam i absolutely will i've accepted it <laughs> well at least you've accepted guy's, it. he's he's great give him the stick he's great uh charlie and devin both have give him uh, the stick give him the strap ryan who's the eagles punter do you know uh savrocka i don't fucking know <laughs> that was like six years ago he was yeah, a redskins punter more recently a Washington football team. Pun- no, actually, he was the Redskins punter. You're right. Because yeah, when he played the there, it was the Redskins. Okay, then we go to our final. In war games. What? Of war games. What? War games. What? War games. What? Uh, and that is our final match of the show. We have Team Shotzi, which is Shotzi Blackheart, Ember Moon, Rhea Ripley, and Io Shirai taking on Team Candace. Candice LeRae, Dakota Kai, Raquel Gonzalez, and Tony Storm. Um, I think we're all winners uh, based on this match. 
Uh, but since I have to pick a winner, I'm going to go with Team Shotzi, uh, even though I love me some Raquel Gonzalez. Uh, but um, I, I just think Team Shotzi is is the stronger um, stronger team here in this one. So I'm going to go Team Shotzi for the win. Um, and I think this match uh, at main events the show. Actually, no, I lie. It's going to be Undisputed Era. Um, in turn, Mark. Uh, I'll tell you what, I'm looking forward to this match probably the most. And I'm going to go with Team Shotzi. I think overall, I think it's just going to be a fantastic match. I can't wait. And I'm a big Shotzi fan. Should be great. The EO jumping on, on Raquel's uh, back last night was fantastic. Uh. <laughs> the punter is... Is that Cameron Johnston? Is that his name? Cameron Johnston. Thank you, Lee, for that one. But right there. <laughs> um, Ryan. Punter. Whose punter is that? Th- that That's would be your Eagles. punter. That would Here's be the, the Eagles have punted so much this year. Right. You so would much. think you would know his name because you've heard his name. Because he is the fucking punter. Oh. That's how little I care about. Well, punters. and actually he must not That's be very good because everybody should care about the fucking eagles aren't very good well i know that i know that the whole team's not very good i do know that as well i i, I feel your pain on that one ryan team shotzi team shotzi or team candace i think you can make an argument that this should be the main event i think it says uh, a big big statement that your women's division is main event quality i think it should i don't think it will be that's okay. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, I'm going to go because I have the undisputed era winning. I will go. Um, Team Candace. Um, God, I just. Yes, I don't trust Tony Storm, but I will go Team Candace. All right. And Tim. I'm going Team Shotzi because I went Team for the brand. Yeah, that's kind of why I was there uh, as well. Uh, yes, Devin, the whole division, the Cowboys and Eagles in. Uh, suck because it. then, then you Okay, Devin, a- fuck you. Don't act like the Dolphins are that much better. <laughs> you then I get draw a- the line right there. You get a cool triple threat after war games with Shotzi, Ember, and Rhea for a shot okay. at Dio Shirai's title. Ooh, Shotzi ah. wins, and then she bungles it again. <laughs> yeah. That's great. Um, she's got green hair, so there's that. Here's a question yeah, well, relating to, to NXT. I've had pink hair since the start of the pandemic, and you don't see me getting no titles. <laughs> uh, do we think NXT has an answer to Dynamite on TakeOver? Is, is there some... No, I, I don't think so. I think NXT is going to just continue to be NXT. It's the demon! Um, no. You know, Triple H didn't go out today and, and, and tweet what the ratings were. Um, you know, he, he did do something else though. Oh, what did he do? So I was looking it up while we were chit chatting, but they just had a media call in support of war games. And, uh, yes. (laughs) Um, someone asked how open they were with working with other companies. Oh, Triple H says, and I quote, that they're open for business and pointed out their previous deals working with independent companies. 
He noted that there are misinterpretations about what they're willing to do that aren't accurate and they're open to the right opportunity, but it has to work for WWE in the long term. If it's good for business, then they'll look into it. There meaning, it is. Meaning murder, death, kill. Give, give, give. Oh, that's fair. Give, 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 give. Right. Give, 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 give. <laughs> give, 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 give. De- Devin says, Ryan, what we can talk after the regular season is over and see whose team makes the playoffs. Big talk for a Dolphins fan. Look, I understand they're sitting in that big time seven slot right now. But, Devin. You guys, you know the Dolphins are the only team with an undefeated season, right? Devin, just... Yep. Just be, like, did we just get uh, the Eagles? Was that was that the, Ryan or was that MLW referee Larry Peace? <laughs> <laughs> wow, um, the the Dolphins are on as shaky ground in terms of a playoff spot as the Eagles are. That's all I'm saying. It's it's a, even... it's a slippery slope. Mm, be careful. That's all I'm going to say. Just be careful. All right, we have two items in our uh, news. So why is Finn Balor not wrestling here? I think his jaw's still fucked up, dude. Oh, for real? Yeah, like he came back. Of the title, like we've had to do other wrestlers. You can't, like, NXT was in a really shitty spot. They set the precedent that it needs to happen. They've never had it to where the champion wins the title gets hurt, has to vacate it, and then the dude who wins the title gets hurt. So should have to vacate it. I just nah, feel man, because like, then you're just going to be doing that forever. forever. Then fucking play safer. Ryan, stop trying to apply logic to an illogical situation. You ask Charlie what he thinks about that. Charlie will say the same thing. <laughs> well, Charlie's just mad because his boy is the one that ended up going on his shoulder. Ain't, ain't, ain't well, you Finn's try fault. to body slam that brick house off the top rope. Well, that's true. Not easy. Uh, and yes, I agree, Charlie. Pittsburgh has to be the worst 11-0 team ever. You want to hear more about these sort of things Tuesday nights at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Facebook Impact Wrestling on... Act- Wait. Fa- <laughs> Facebook.com slash Huddle Up Podcast. Twitter at Huddle Up Podcast. And on YouTube, Huddle Up Podcast. Uh, Cross has been out a long time. Time's irrelevant. It's a fucking pandemic. Um, two items in the news and rumor roundup. Uh, the WWE Royal Rumble event is scheduled for January 24th, uh, and they do not yet have a solid answer about bringing uh, live fans in as of yet. They hope to have an answer soon. According to the Twitter account at WrestleVotes, uh, the company wants to have an announcement made by January 7th about bringing in fans to Tropicana Field. Uh, the Thunderdome, we know, of course, moving there uh, next week, uh, and we'll uh, you know, house... Raw, SmackDown, and pay-per-views uh, moving forward. Uh, so obviously a, a, a big month. That's that's just a little over a month uh, from now. Uh, my guess, uh, given the current state of uh, of the pandemic, as much as I hate it, we are not going to have fans at Royal Rumble this year uh, live, and, live and in attendance. I, I, I really do think that sucks. Uh, oh, would he just tweet that today? Yep. This was on the press conference, and this is from WWE on Fox. Okay, so he's going to... Triple H to Ryan Satin on Karrion Cross's return. 
so he's quote him. So he's going to be at Takeover. I'm sure he's going to. So he's going to be at. Someone's oh, going to fall and pray, and someone's going to get sleeper choked, and I'm going to go eat some popcorn. <laughs> um, I don't know who I hate more, Damian Priest or Karrion Cross. I think you. I, I think you hate Damian oh, Priest God. more. I don't know. Because Damian Priest does not have Scarlet Bordeaux. But I believe that Damian Priest could pull Scarlet if he wanted to. Ooh. 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 Tune in for Three Count Thursday after dark. <laughs> um, real quick, Tim, do you think there will be live fans in attendance at the Royal Rumble? Without question. Okay. It's in Florida, right? It Well, it is. Yeah, okay. Okay. Um in Tropicana Field, right? Come on down to Florida. Personally, I don't think, at least in the, the standard presentation of the Thunderdome, it is going to look much different at Tropicana than it is now because you can you can create that, what they have at, at Amway. Within the, obviously, they can move things around for the Rumble. Yeah. But, but I, 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 dude, I don't see it. But you're right. It's in Florida. It's in Florida. It's in Florida. They're going to do something. Uh, Ryan. They'll call Daly's place. <laughs> Ryan, fans or no fans? Yeah, man. I was about to say no fans until Tim reminded me that's in Florida. It's in where Florida. Where their state motto is, come on, y'all. Get we COVID. got it. I mean, like I saw a, 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 a retweet from Bleacher Report of these two guys just screaming as loud as can be. No masks. No masks. I thought that their state motto is... We got COVID. So what? <laughs> Orange juice. Um. So Ryan, fans, yes or no? I'm with um, the Dolphins. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think they will figure something out. That said, real quick, so uh, you, you asked Mark. Go ahead, Mark. Fans, no fans. Royal Rumble. Yeah, it's just because it's in Florida. They're gonna have some type of fans there. All right. <laughs> Maybe they'll be masked. Maybe they won't be, but they'll have fans. There will be masks. Now, Ryan, sidebar. Now, Tim, you brought up Daly's place. Yesterday, they said three, maybe four times about fans being in attendance, but don't worry, they're social distance. And then they show groups of fans cheering, most of which time they don't have masks on. And it wasn't just during the sting thing. If there's, I, I just, it's bad to say these guys are socially distanced and then show a group of four to five fans all of which I don't believe would be from the same family. Just saying, so they it's may, a bad look. They don't may not be from then. the same. They may not be from the same family, but they may have came together. And I believe the way the Daily's place was uh, was assigning people is if you were in a group of people, they're sold in in <clears throat> pods. Yeah. Okay. So okay, I got it. My so bad. you can it's buy like, like four together. or six or eight or something yeah. like that. Oh, that okay, but they're that not enforcing so masks. The, the groups, the groups are socially distanced from one another. That they're, makes sense. they're still not but enforcing masks, in which is such a bad look. I agree. I agree. There's and I mean, no I I called WWE out on the first night at the CWC when right there on hard cam, there's one of their little pods, and these fans were without masks. Yep, you're right. Um, Devin says if we don't get fans for Rumble. We need fans for Mania. If we go another year with no fans at Mania, the virus. Whatever. Well, here's the thing, like. Whether or not we get fans at Rumble or at Mania, I mean, there, there's, 
there is good things. There, there is vaccines coming. It's when it's all a matter of how quickly it can be rolled out and to who it gets rolled out to. Obviously, you know, healthcare workers, elderly, things like that, getting it first. It's when the, it's when the because uh, you're because you're fat. I am an influencer. Oh, <laughs> um, but uh, um, it's 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 when the I general have hundreds it's, of followers. It's when the general population. Uh, can get vaccinated. That's the key, um, which I don't think will be by Rumble time for sure. Don't think it's going to be by Mania season. Like Dr. Fauci, who's smarter than any of the four of us on this panel, said, "I don't know what you're talking about." <laughs> um, said that that he thinks by the summer there could be stadiums like sports stadiums with with full crowds. So SummerSlam. Out of big fours is probably the most likely in play. Um, I don't think it's Rumble. What's the biggest venue that they could run in the U.S.? Dallas. Yeah, uh, either either Dallas or Michigan. Um, Michigan. Like put SummerSlam in the biggest destination. Let me uh, let me look this that up you here. could go. Actually, did they did they add something on the Beaver that made it bigger? No, Michigan Stadium is still the biggest. Ford Field. Okay. No, like where the University of Michigan plays. Oh. Uh, their yeah. record attendance, uh, which was I think for um, okay, it was in September, was one hundred and fifteen thousand. Uh, at the see, big you, house, you got to make it a destination because if it is if it is at summertime and everything starts to remain, oh yeah and ain't our Ann Arbor ain't that place neither is state college like you gotta put it Come in to Michigan we have things we've uh, got lakes like Ann Ann Arbor and then over here we also <laughs> have lakes um and here's the Detroit Pistons a- Ann Arbor and the Tigers Ann Arbor's like um like drive between like Lidditz and like Lancaster like it's a college town it's a college town. Um, AT&T Stadium, uh, it can expand for football uh, to 105,000. What about uh, SoFi? Uh, ooh, you, well, I don't think they might not. Uh, you don't think they're going to be done by summer? Dude, California's going to be on lockdown to like 2025. Uh, but let's just play that game. <laughs> um, it, it says expandable up to 100,240. Uh, WrestleMania did 101 763. Um, so we could easily expand that at uh, at 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 Mark do you Cowboy know, Stadium. Mark, do you know how big E Town College Stadium? Boy, you can get them. You can really pack them in over there. Um, <laughs> probably several thousand, three, maybe four. <laughs> the dozens and dozens of. You can bring in the dozens of the Elizabeth Town. But Williams. like, if it is summer. Make that the biggest yeah. attraction make, you could. Make SummerSlam WrestleMania. Make it like... WrestleMania hey, on steroids. I want you guys to make an estimate of all of the money that Cody Rhodes has spent on his pyro since the debut <laughs> of Dynamite and then triple it. Yeah. For just Roman Reigns. And then spend Cody's budget on everything else. There you go. Uh, Devin says, I don't give a rat's ass. I need Harrisburg centers, but I need live hockey, brother. I need fucking concerts to be back on. Okay. That's what for I more need. More than one reason. Daddy's got to eat. Yeah. For more than one reason. 
Um, but uh, I, I think I think by like summertime, I think yeah, we're, I we're think so. in in a much better position. Uh, the other item here uh, in the news and rumors, I, I talked about this venue a little bit earlier. Um, Charlie, uh, the Penn State Stadium is a little bit smaller than Michigan. Also, uh, it 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 is not an attraction place to go. It's a giant there's, field in the middle of a field. Not much up at State College. It's a fucking yep. yeah. It, it's a nightmare to get to as well. There's no way they're they're doing it I there. Think, I think their town motto is "There's a mountain and we have a Dairy Queen." Yeah, I think that sounds about right. Recently um, changed from "Don't ask." <laughs> uh, it's being reported that Rogers Communications Inc., which purchased the Toronto Sky Dome in 2004, is looking to have the venue demolished and quote construct a new stadium as part of downtown Toronto redevelopment. It's believed that developers will publicly announce future plans sometime uh, in 2021. The Sky Dome, uh, now known as the Rogers Center, of course, Rogers. hosted multiple WWE events over the years, including WrestleMania six. In 1990, which featured Hogan versus Warrior, they returned to the Sky Dome in 2002 for WrestleMania 18, which featured Hogan versus Rock. They also hosted uh, a Raw in 1999, which drew 41,432 fans and holds the record for the most people to attend uh, an episode of Monday Night Raw. So it's something to watch. I, I mean, don't get me wrong. That stadium is a shithole uh, at this point. Uh, it's It's a cool building. Uh, it's a super cool, uh, it's super cool look. It's right there near the uh, the Space Needle and all of that. Um, it would suck to see another WrestleMania, WrestleMania venue, classic one, uh, be torn down. I mean, we we saw it with uh, the 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 Silver Dome, brother. Uh, it was torn down after the Lions moved to Ford Field. Um, but the, but the bottom line is when you're when you're talking about being in a city, um, there, there's there's not a lot of real estate for a big stadium to go around, so. Uh, if you want to build a new one, you usually have to scrap an old one. Um, so, uh, but it, it's something that, that we'll keep watch if, if there's an official announcement. Um, but uh, definitely a piece of WrestleMania history would uh, would go away. It happens. Yeah, it certainly does. Okay. Uh, anybody got anything else? Otherwise, we're going to. Uh... Yeah, real quick. Uh, we sure. said the Thunderdome is moving. Yes. Do we know when the official date is, and is that going to impact Raw's or SmackDown? Next, f- next Friday night's SmackDown is the first in the in the new venue. the The early word was that this coming Monday's Raw may have to take place in the uh, CWC because of um, of just how long it takes to set up the Thunderdome. Uh, to, I believe tomorrow night's SmackDown will be the final uh, event in the in the Thunderdome, okay. um, at least a, a, as of earlier reports. Um, unless they they figured out they can they can tear down and move uh, w- and, and get reset up within, you know, basically you know like two and a half days. Uh, but it's 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 quite a big, you know, it's quite a big operation. So I would not That's be surprised to see Monday Night Raw this week uh, from the Capitol Wrestling Center. Uh, there at the at the performance center. Just wonder. I'd love to. I'd love to see that. Um. Charlie says he thinks Valor may be running this weekend. Devin may be able to confirm. I'm not sure. They were supposed to run last weekend. Um. But the Valor and um CCW, CCW events were postponed because of the the restrictions. So I I, I don't know. Um, if that is the case, but, uh, let's go around the room here, Tim, we'll start with you. 
Uh, got anything to plug? Um, you know, the same old, same old at not the tool man across all platforms, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, Twitch, if you care. Uh-huh. Um, not streaming as much. It, I still plug it because eventually at some point I'll go back. But lately what's been taking up my entire, all of my creative juices is a little show called Final Wrestling Place. Wherever you get this podcast, you can get that one. We drop Mondays at midnight uh, every Monday. Um, we're in the midst of Jumping the Broom, season 14. We are covering eight, count them, eight wrestling weddings. And we've already covered all the weddings of Stephanie McMahon. We've covered an old-timey one with Butcher Bashan and Ophelia. One with Kane and Lita. This week we go into uh, a little bit of nostalgia in a different sense. We're covering the wedding of Black Machismo, Jay Lethal, and SoCal Val, as well as the wedding of Colonel Robert Parker <laughs> and National Queen Sherry. Um, Final Wrestling Place, soundcloud.com slash Final Wrestling Place if you want to get the live feeds from it. Uh, at Final Place Pod on Twitter. If you want to give us a follow, that would be absolutely fantastic. Uh, we post all of our shows there as well. Um, thanks. Uh, Ryan, got anything to plug? No. Okay. Insert Mark, how about you? <laughs> Mark's frozen. Oh, he's frozen. Oh, no, he froze. He froze. Uh, uh, then I Hodecker real- Celery. Um, oh, he's back. Oh, I can, I can hear you now. Is it my turn? Yeah, yeah. Got I'm anything to plug? Um, I do have something to plug here. Do uh, you realize after this Friday night that Hershey Park Christmas Candy Lane will be open every night except for Christmas until January 3rd? That is awesome. I did not know that. That is exciting. That is exciting. And Treeville opens this weekend. Oh. We're going to have... Have uh, something brand new in Candy Lane. I guess they're, from the sounds of it, they're going to have different types of Christmas trees decorated over by the boardwalk in Hershey Park. So that's exciting. All right. Well, that's where you can find intern Mark for the next uh, 30 days, uh, except for Christmas night. Uh, Ryan, did you actually have something? or are we... Yeah. Go yeah, ahead. So, uh, I, I thought Mark would have been uh, might have frozen or touched on it himself. But the, uh, the Pro Wrestling Empire yes. on the YouTube channel, make sure we give them a like, give them a follow, subscribe to their feed. This week we have some special words from a new champion uh, posted up there. So make sure to take a look at that. I know we share that every week on our Instagram page as well. I'll plug this. Uh, Frank just posted ECWA Saturday night. Uh, Jersey dugout Keikoa, uh, former uh, guest of the show, his uh, last match in the Northeast. He's actually moving to Florida. Uh, so best wishes to him uh, and uh, and his wife. Uh, I'm going to, even though they don't pay us a damn dime, uh, if you like the beers, I'm telling you, find the Broken Skull IPA. It is so goddamn good. Um, I know uh, I'll give them a plug as well, even though they don't pay us beer and beverage shop in Lancaster on Fruitville Pike. They, uh, they have them, uh, as many other distributors here in in uh, Lancaster County, do but the bottom line is ship I could get behind. Yeah, I, I mean, you know what? Maybe I need to do a little legwork here uh, and uh, see if we can't can't get them as a sponsor on the show. 
Um, but uh, go to threecountthursday.com. You'll find all of our social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube. Uh, our Collar and Elbow brand deal. Get 10% off each and every order at store.collarandelbowbrand.com by using promo code 3count. Our merchandise at watermaneuver.net. Our home network, of course, NGSE Sports. You'll hear from the sponsor. Excuse me. Pardon me. Drinking the beer. Uh, of the show, Arena Eats, coming up here uh, in just a second. But until next week, guys, please stay safe. Please stay smart. Please, I'm not making this political. Uh, wear a mask. Social distance. Be smart. Be safe. Until next time. Uh, and go for the pin. Three Count Thursday is sponsored by Arena Eats. Log on to the website arenaeats.app. That's arenaeats.app for the ultimate fan experience. At your favorite sports venue, Arena Eats mobile app, pre-order, express pickup, and in-seat delivery. How do you place your order?